The Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Final James Stevens versus Ballyhale Shamrocks With thanks to PJ Cullen Centre Bennett's Bridge Shop local for great value and great service yeah, thanks very much, Shane, and thanks to Eddie and Paul and the lads on the outside broadcast unit here at Nolan Park as well. We are just about to get the parade on the way. The Kilkenny Supporters Club Hurlers draw has just been completed. We'll give you the rundown on the prize winners as soon as they come to hand, but uh, no luck for me or you, Michael Walsh. No, but no, a great no. draw nonetheless. Yeah, great draw, Brendan, and just got a text there from the great Sean Keane of Kilkenny people fame. Well, he's a Kerry man, really. Well, he pretends he is half the time. And he said <laughs> we're not to be laughing, so we're not to have fun, according to... John, of course, son of the great John B. Keane, who was a great man, and his brother Billy, also another great man. Yeah, certainly are great people indeed. Well, he's not, but others are. Okay, well that's that's a bit of a local, that's a bit of a local one from Michael, from Michael. Now we will also, Michael. Just before we do get into proceedings here in front of the first match, of course, Shamrocks warming up on the right hand side and uh, on the uh, O'Loughlin's end, and the village warming up on the village end. And you know the great thing when the village get to a final, they always bring a great array of supporters yeah. to the terracing at the back yeah. of the goal, and it adds to the occasion. Well, uh, there's something about this final, I suppose. Uh, you know, as a young lad growing up, uh, I grew up with it. Uh, there was uh, a massive rivalry between the teams, and it's that has been the case right throughout the teams. I suppose outside of a local derby, this is one of the biggest rivalries you can get. Just Certainly no love lost between either of these two clubs and that's that's the facts of the situation. So this will be hugely contested and it doesn't matter what kind of form. I know a lot of people here are tipping Valley Hill to be winners here today, but it never works out that way with these two clubs. They're, they've, they've had great battles throughout the years and uh, the unexpected has always happened, so be prepared for it. maybe that to happen again today. Yeah, well, James Stevens, uh, they come here with a great tradition as Michael says here and uh, they are... Uh, nine-time senior hurling county champions 1935 37 uh, 69 75 76 81 04 05 and 011 although it seems uh, not so long ago and so what can we say about Ballyhale Shamrocks well Ballyhale Shamrocks as we know are all Ireland champions and what great uh, players they have over the years and the great people of Ballyhale looking forward to this one today but a lot of people as Michael is uh, expecting they could be taking a, a peg or two down if anyone can take them down a peg or two it could be the village but uh, we're just uh, stadium announcements going on at the moment the point I was going to make to you Michael is uh, Fenians are being honoured here today as well and there's a magnificent uh, county senior hurling final uh, uh, what would we call it remembrance programme of the great days back in the early 70s as well uh, the Fenians played James Stevens I think on that day as well in 1970 yeah they did and uh, you know that's times when both clubs were, were really great unfortunately the Fenians have gone into very hard times now uh, over the last number of years They're, they've just slid back in the pecking order and the village of course you know they were in the county final two years ago when they lost and that's going to be another motivating factor for them here today they certainly won't want to lose this match today they certainly won't well teams lining up there get in behind the parade here in Nolan Park and uh, Ballyhill Shamrocks are still warming up in the sunshine on that far side now James Stevens will line up closer to the stand side and uh, James Stevens will be led out by their captain in the middle of the park Connor Brown is their captain now I can tell you that Connor's Brown Connor Brown's sister Katie is listening to us in Vancouver and a special request comes in there from Anne and Angela uh, Ted and Connor so the very best look to you Katie I hope you stick with us and the nerves don't get the better of you coming through in uh, on the airwaves of KCLR in Vancouver but regards to everyone in Vancouver St. Patrick's Brass and Reed Band take us away down across Nolan Park as the teams led by Michael uh, the uh, 
Ballyhill Shamrocks team led by Michael Fenley, the captain, and of course, as I've said, Connor Brown leading out the team. Michael, it's great to see such a magnificent crowd here today. I'm not quite sure whether Ronnie is quite close to the uh, scene down there with the roving microphone, but I maybe pick up the band as they're going around and walking away. But a great scene, Michael. Can't beat it. Sunshine in October, county final in Kenny, and a rip roaring opening contest. Tullerone, the victors in the intermediate, if you just joined us. Doesn't come much better, Mike. No, it's a great crowd here, Brendan. Great atmosphere, pitch in great condition. As I say, you can't get a better day than this in October. October. It is cold, but it's a brilliant uh, day for hurling. No wind, uh, really to speak of at the moment, and the uh, sun is shining. And, uh, you know, two teams now primed for action, and hopefully they'll put on a great display as we've had in the previous match, which was a really, really good game, the intermediate final. And as I said, hopefully we'll have the same now in this game. Owen Kenny is our match referee from Tuller, Ross Birkin. He's uh, standing on the middle of the field with the remainder of his uh, officials and St. Patrick's Brass and Reband lead us across the 20 metre line on the Lachlan's end here in Nolan Park. It's a great scene. There'll be pictures taken of this that will be memoirs when we look back down the years and years to come. And uh, we think of all the people who can't be with us here today, those who have had to emigrate and are working far away from Kilkenny and Carlow this afternoon who are tuned to our coverage. And of course, we have a split frequency now because up and running at Netwatch Cullen Park in five minutes' time is Aira Og in the AIB Senior. Leinster Club Championship against Castletown of Wexford the Wexford champions but it is Ballyhale Shamrocks and James Stevens. no late changes Michael uh, both teams as we're told lining out as selected on the match day programme we weren't really expecting many changes anyway No it's good to see that as well Brendan there's nothing there at the end uh, Brian Butler has been very unlucky for um, the Shamrocks he had a great year last year grew in stature as year went on but he broke a bone in his hand uh, three weeks ago so he's ruled out his final and uh, you know there as they were last Sunday um, they were very sluggish in the opening 25 minutes last Sunday and I don't think if they are sluggish today they'll get away with it they need to be under game from the world goal because this Finnish team if you look back through their last 5-6 matches they've started really well in all their games and have gone 5 and 6 points up and uh, other teams then haven't been able to claw them back there's a great mixture of youth and experience in their team and uh, they certainly are playing very well a big big uh, match up here today you spoke about his sister in Vancouver Conor Brown is named at 9 now maybe he'll play there maybe he won't but in the last few matches he's played at number 11 centre half forward there he's coming up against Michael Fenley who hasn't the whole pile of hurling done was outstanding last Sunday but you know Conor's an inter-county player and you know that battle could go a long way to deciding who might win this game well the two teams are turning back across the middle of the park Dean Mason is in goal for the Shamrocks Dara Corcoran Joey Holden and Darren Mullen in the full back line with Evan Shefflin the right half back Michael Fenley, the captain, brilliant semi-final he had, and Richie Reid in that half-back line. Ronan Corcoran and Paddy Mullen in the middle of the park with Adrian Mullen, TJ Reid and Brian Cody in the half-forward line for the Shamrocks. Owen Reid, Colin Fenley and Owen Cody are the full-forward line. For the village, well, they're led by their captain, Connor Brown, in the middle of the park. Gavin Costigan is in the goal. Luke Murphy, Tomas Keogh and Jackie Turl in the full-back line with David Hennessy, Owen Larkin and Niall Mullins in the half-back line. Shane Donahue and Connor Brown, as I've mentioned, in the middle of the park with Keane Kenny, Niall Brazel and Luke Scanlon in that half-forward line, along with Owen Gilfoyle, Matthew Root and Tygo Dwyer in that full-forward line. St. Patrick's Brass and Reed Band, who also bring a great dimension to Nolan Park. UPMC Nolan Park on county final day as both teams break away and they'll get in their lines as they look towards the tricolour for Ron Naveen. We will have it in a moment. So there we go. Huge, huge attendance. And now we will get ready for Aron Naveen in Nolan Park. And uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks still doing a bit of movement down there in the 45. No matter whether you're winning All-Ireland final, a county final, or Leinster. 
little bit nervous. Yeah, no, we'll be very nervous, Brendan. If you're not nervous today, you're not human in my view. Uh, it's a very nervy day. Shasagi. Go a long way as well. Claire Walsh to sing Aron Avine. Claire Walsh, a taller own woman as well, very proud primary school teacher in Credit Yard in County Leash, and what a rendition from St. Patrick's Brass and Reed Band. Right before we get down to the county final, uh, Ronnie is on the sideline. You got the cup of 10 to Jaffa Keck too, Ronnie. You went missing for the last 10 minutes. Well, we're ready to go, Ron. What's your good feeling? Good feeling, I suppose. All very well. I think myself today the conditions will suit, will suit the likes of Belly Hill, but yes. If there's one team that have the belief, it's it's, it's the village. But for me, it's Ballyhale by five or ten points. Oh, okay. wow. The man, Ronnie. That's a big call. Michael, you have a different opinion. <laughs> I surely do. I don't think it'll be any there. I think it'll be very close, and I actually think the village could pull off a victory. Well, here's the village. They're playing from left to right, defending the town end, and I think the referee's blown the whistle there, Owen Kenny, and he's given the free out David Hughes as our linesman on this side of the park. And uh, we might have cut once or twice there a moment ago, but we have free out to the village from inside to 65. Now, this is going to go down around and in around the house Owen Larkin the yeah. man that launched his book on Thursday night camouflage is a centre half back for the village this afternoon he's having a good long look he's got plenty of experience on you all know that he's got eight All-Ireland medals to his name he didn't strike that as well as he would have liked Mick Fenley is underneath it got a bit of a touch on it so the two village men and it breaks out towards the lively Keen Kenny the number 10 he gives a shout and turns inside and that's gone in around the house but gone all the way back to Dean Mason who's quickly out off his line and a quick delivery from him to Richie Reid Richie the left half back the crowd are very tame at the moment here in Nolan Park where Reed has all the time in the world he throws it onto the stick on his own 65 metre line very poor yeah, he went for it but it's early days yet yeah, it is a bad white Michael yeah and, uh, you know Richie's normally fairly accurate and there he could have played that ball in either and just trying to look out for his positions Colin Finley's actually playing corner forward here and Niall Brazel went in on Darren Mullen uh, to start with her that's a tactic by the Shamrocks or the village I'm not sure but here come the village now. Here come the village. Keen Kenny, the number 10. He's busy in the opening exchange. Here's Keen Kenny. Gone to the 20 metre line. Lays it off. Goal chance here. There's the shot. It's a start by the village. And it's gone by Tygo Dwyer into the bottom corner of the net. What a start for James Stevens. It was a brilliant, brilliant ball over across the Tyg Dwyer. He ran at him. But Keen Kenny deserves all the credit, Michael. He started very well in this game. But Tyg has finished it. Yeah, brilliant run by Kenny. And a lovely layoff and great finish by Dwyer. And that's a great start for the village. And this is another long range effort that's uh -huh. going to drop. 
Wide. That's yeah. two wides for Bally wide, Shamrocks, yeah. but what a score by Tyg O'Dwyer. What a start by the village, and uh, King Kenny has been very lively on the ball there. He's playing midfield and uh, not picking up Teaser Reed as we thought he might, but uh, that's some start and a uh, brilliant finish uh, by, by Dwyer and, and a huge start by the village. Yeah, three generations of the Dwyers involved with James Stevens. Well, that's a great finish by him. Now, hook out comes from Gavin Costigan in the goal, way down towards the full forward line. Village had it, they dropped it. There's Farrell battling in that full back line and there's Reed who tidies it up again Richie for the Ballyhale Shamrocks went down towards the 45 Ballyhale Shamrocks playing into the town end but the village have defended this one well that was Tomas Keogh came out over his last position Colin Fenley has it Fenley from the 45 he gets it over the bar you just can't give him an inch the village made a mistake in the in the half back line that time and they left the ball behind him and Colin Fenley has punished him good score for Colin because he didn't get too many in the semi oh, he was struggling very badly last week and the week before as well but that's a huge start for him and he's that type of player the village have their full back uh, Thomas Kyo on him uh, as a man marker. They certainly have. It is the Kilkenny St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship final. You're tuned to KSLR. We're on a split frequency. Air Oak and Castletown of Wexford are on the Carlow frequency. All you've got to do is tip the top right hand corner of your app to get either or either of the matches as the village are underneath. Jackie Turl. Jackie Turl, another household name, of course. Back to Larkin. The two of them doing well in defence. Jackie moved into a centre back position. Owen was right beside him. He got the pass away to him. Controlled by the village has got to be good here. Luke Scanlon goes looking for the ball Luke's fouled on the 45 and the village have a free and if you just joined us James Stevens, the village lead by one score to Ballyhale Shamrocks one point and we have a free and Bisto's just home from work in the Middle East and he's tuned to KCLR 96 of them good afternoon Paul Bateman one of Kilkenny's great sportsmen as well and he's tuned to us from far away lands but here's the free now Michael the free is in the first match I think we had a 99% strike rate they're going to be vital in this game as well because Reid won't miss Manny the village have got to get all there yeah, this young fellow won't either. I think young Gilfoyle, he's been brilliant on him all year for the village and uh, he's nailed that, I think, has he? Yeah, yeah he has. Owen Gilfoyle uh, has he's got missed very little all year and uh, I think the village have started extremely well in this game and they'll be delighted with, with the start. Uh, I know the Sharmers have two wives, but that goal is a huge confidence booster, booster on a day like today. And, uh, you know, I had a feeling about these from a few year, weeks back and there we go again. That hunger to block down there straight away. Yeah, great block down by Niall Brazzle. We come to Ronnie in a moment as soon as possession. Uh, ball goes dead around the play. Joey Holden, another experienced inter-county man. Back to Dean Mason. Dean was to get any under-20 goalkeeper of 2019 under DJ. And under-20, I suppose he's still a young man. Dean Mason, 20 years of age great ball here he is TJ Reid first touch for TJ if that goes over it's, it's a Harry Potter effort but it's going to be wide three wides for Shamrocks Ronnie I'm not forgetting about you it was all go in the opening four and a half minutes uh, what's conditions like down there at pitch side windy for the intermediate breezy but it seems to be still now no conditions are perfect no breeze sun I suppose in the eyes of the village or the village forwards here certainly got off to a great start interesting to see uh, Brazil here Niall Brazil corner for set up the vid the Shamrocks backs too lackadaisical at this early stage but look it is the Shamrocks it is like the All Blacks but we saw what happened to the All Blacks the weekend it certainly did big ball Paddy Mullen just pulled on it downfield Fenley's gone looking for it but back there is Tomas Keogh Tomas has done well he turns he's playing a long time now he was part of the great team of the Nordies he's bottled up and put under pressure and back come Ballyhale Shamrocks oh, oh that was stopped on the line and Owen Larkin was the last line of defence the man that got the strike in was uh, Owen Cody I think and now it's back with Ballyhale Shamrocks and this time it's Owen Reid he tries to centre the ball from the end line on the old stand side 
and he sends it across field but the village win this and they take it out of the fence 1-1 to James Stevens. one point to Ballyhale village moving well in around the middle of the park now here comes the man the captain Connor Brown Connor sends it downfield wasn't the best of passes it's going to be won back by the cornerback Dara Corcoran he's a fine big lean player didn't get it the first time second time he got it to third he gets it to Richie Reid of Ballyhale Richie finds a man in space the man in space is Ronan Corcoran he's had a great year so far Ronan sends a diagonal ball right down to the town and right corner forward position out comes Jackie Turl. he went in on his knees for that ball Jackie it went off a Shamrocks man in the end there was another village man right behind him in the sunshine it will be a line ball Michael for some reason the crowd are very tame yeah very tame that can be the way though Brendan uh, we've seen it before in county finals an awful lot of neutral people here as well and they're just setting in after what was a very exciting game in the first game but half a chance there for the Shamrocks the Shamrocks seem to be kind of playing as if we can uh, you know just take this on at any time and uh, they'll have to be very careful with that because um, the, this village crowd won't won't be going away there they'll, they'll be driving for every ball and they came out with that ball in the end a savage hard defending there and uh, they, they've started extremely well one goal and one point to James Stevens one point to Ballyhell Shamrocks with thanks to PJ Cullen Centra Bennett's Bridge for all your convenience needs here come Shamrocks and the ball is for a line ball on that far side TJ Reid he's about to take this one now he'll fancy his chances here as well now he looks for options inside in the field he's about uh, 35 metres out he chipped that as well as he could but it's just off target he gives it plenty of space over towards Owen in the far corner position but it's tidied up by Luke Murphy the right corner back of James Stevens and they worked this well from the full back line Luke got it back to Jackie Terrell Jackie sent it down to the middle of the park Connor Brown just lost his footing was he tripped no says the referee but Connor is battling well looked like it came off his boot and David Hughes the sideline official on this side who will be at the Asia Games this year as well says that's a Ballyhell ball and David Hughes that got one bang on Michael yeah I know correct decision uh, came off the, the village player there uh, scrap enough now at the minute uh, now Owen Larkin is sitting deep and they've dropped someone back there onto TJ so looks like another sideline yeah. well executed from Richie Reid down towards TJ referee I think he's given a free he'd blown yeah. the whistle before TJ got possession so a little bit of a push in the back 1-1 one, one, to a point great start by the village Michael but nothing much has happened since no it hasn't no um Shane Donahue just dropped deep there I think Shane Donahue yeah number 8 dropped deep onto TJ but he fouled him in the air and uh, that's what the village do Owen Larkin then tends to sit back as a kind of a sweeper but tame enough a good start with the goal but it's gone tame since now TJ should have no problem with this bringing it back to a, a two point game here's TJ Reid with the free the broad stance it never goes too high over the crossbar he just creeps it over the black spot every time here goes TJ Thomas Joseph Reid <laughs> <laughs> he must have heard a sound the last day he doesn't hit him too high he never hit one as high as that one Michael yeah but uh, yeah good point by him Took gone him over out. the bar and looks very even at uh, Brendan uh, the village the goal being the important score early in the game but both sides really just testing each other out 1-1 one, one to James Stevens. 2 points to Ballyhill Shamrocks 2 between them ball drops between the 65 and 45 Ballyhill Shamrocks half of the park to shovel this one up Mick Fenley a colossus there in that number 6 shirt great man to bounce back from the serious injury he had he gets it to TJ using all their experience dainty little flick from TJ right down towards Evan Shefflin Evan goes from distance Evan Shefflin it's another wide it was ambitious it's their fourth wide for the Shamrocks Ronnie you were right behind him there how far wide was that? No marginally wide again but great movement out of Valley Hale here again if you notice they're playing with two Shamrock Village playing with two man full forward line uh, Darren Mullen and ten, Evan Shefflin often being the spare man well 
Ronnie, Adrian Ronan is our sideline reporter today and he's over there on that far side of the park watching all of the action. Got plenty of it in the intermediate. Here come the village. They got off to a great start. If you just joined us, Tygo Dwyer with a goal, but this time steps out over the line. A point from Owen Gilfoyle in the game has put the village on 1-1 for Ballyhill Shamrocks. They've got two scores. A point from play for Colin Fenley yeah, and a now, point for Now Frick. you see the way the village set up. Uh, Shannon Donahue just drops back deep to take up TJ Reid. Owen Larkin is now a sweeper and uh, that's the way they, 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 they have set up all the last number of months and it has really worked well for them and uh, Ballyhell have decided a very poor by Richie Reid there. and Matthew Root is after doing very well here comes Matthew he's oh, burst by Richie Reed yeah, Richie Reed got back goal side of him Matthew Root won that ball he burst it forward now here come the village picked up by Connor Brown he worked hard for that has he got the angle now Mason said that'll drop into my hand and Dean gets the control pass over to his corner back which is Darren Mullen wearing four for the Shamrocks this afternoon big ball downfield that's the Shamrocks at their best it was from Mason to Mullen straight down the field was it Fenley finished it? yeah no Adrian Mullen Adrian Mullen finished it brilliantly yeah. but Conor Brown will be disappointed there he should have probably put that over the bar dropped it short but then it was worked very well by Mason out the lines great ball in and Mullen raced across and got a very good 1-1 to James Stevens. 3 points to Ballyhell Shamrocks went to the 11th minute here at UPMC Nolan Park the Shamrocks break from the half back line Evan Shefflin turned into a fine young man big big ball downfield Owen Cody is underneath it ball just sticks inside the third 20 metre line here comes Colin Fenley Colin Fenley has it off shot for goal gone to the back of the net and finished by Brian Cody Colin Fenley fed it across them again a route one ball down towards Fenley broke it for Brian Cody and the number 12 for Shamrocks has pulled it to the back of the net and all of a sudden the Shamrocks lead by 2 1-3 to Ballyhell Shamrocks 1-1 to James Stevens. 11 minutes played Michael yeah Colin Fenley has started brightly he got a point already he did very well there but a great score by Brian Cody who was taken off at half time last week great score brilliant catch by Matthew Root who was given trouble here uh, on the ring here he's doing well and he cut that ball brilliantly and, and he's won the free yeah he'll, they'll get back to a point game here but good recovery by the Shamrocks as we know they went to goal down uh, early in the game but a good recovery there and Fenley has started very brightly up here this end of the field Owen Gilfoyle second opportunity for Owen this afternoon he takes the ball in his hand slitter his hand into the Lachlan's end sun still shines brightly here in Kilkenny it's a lovely cool crisp October evening the sun still shines brightly and for all you people listening out for and well we did put the clock back an hour last night we got an extra hour in the bed this morning but there was thousands of people in Nolan Park early here's the free from Gilfoyle no mistake from Owen he's been steady throughout the year it's now one goal and two points to James Stevens. one three to Ballyhell Shamrocks one between them 12 minutes played Ronnie what do you make of it all so far yeah look it's it's typical Shamrocks they're playing at their ease not getting any way panicky at all but playing you know very I suppose precision passing and, and that's what it is but look at dangerous the whole time the ball broken from Colin now Fenley to TJ Reid Reid gave it back to Fenley and you just heard it from Michael Walsh you can say it again Michael yeah he's on fire and they're going to have to look at that the village because he scored two laid on another one that could have been a goal and laid on the goal as well so he, he's obviously uh, in the mind to make amends for last week's performance where he, he didn't uh, shine the lights out but he certainly has started extremely well here well here's Gavin Costigan massive poke from Gavin that's a great take though well Richie Reid did grab it but he left it behind and out with Mick Fenley Michael back to the corner back position this time it's Darren Mullen wearing number 4 turns gets himself out of trouble down to the middle comes TJ Reid lay off brilliant to Brian Coney who's just got the goal he was chased back by Keane Kenny all the way ball breaks in the middle of the park the referee Owen Kenny from Tullers happy to let play continue ball loose enough there referee is uh, third man tackle bit of a flap at the player yeah. coming out with the ball the man that was fouled was Paddy Mullen and it will be a free two 
Ballyhale Shamrocks. I, I, that's where I find, you know, Ferris the ref is his big day for him as well. And I just find that a little bit where he couldn't let that go. Yeah, keep Didn't the game seem to be anything at all here. But that, that disrupts the flow of the game. Now, look, it was a free, it's a free, he'll say. But there was no danger pull there. The, Mullen had broke free and he was on his way to do, try to do something with the ball. And I just feel there's no need to pull it back. TJ Reid from the middle of the park into the town end goal in Nolan Park, Kilkenny. Strikes it well, but yes, he's got it. He's yeah. got it. It looked to be going left, but he's got it. And it's his second of the afternoon, but that's the point it was making, Michael. He'll get them all. Yeah, he won't miss too many. Uh, just definitely no doubt about that. Uh, great score by him. And, uh, you know, a good recovery by the Shamrocks, as Ronnie says. Uh, they're just going through the gears. They certainly are. Here's the ball downfield, and Ronan Corcoran trying to raise it. He turns back into trouble. He's got one in front of him, one behind him. Matthew Root making a nuisance of himself, but the Shamrocks somehow dug it out. Richie Reid got a touch on it as well. Colin Findlay's even back here looking for a share of possession. And we're bang on the 65 and the Shamrocks half of the park. And they're all being put under a little bit of pressure. The intensity is unbelievable down there. And Matthew Root has it again. He's got loads and loads of experience, Matthew. Of course, Matt was a good one too. That's blocked down. There's hunger here. Michael Walsh had mentioned that. Look who's up forward now. Tomas Keogh. He's up on the 45. Shamrock's end of the park. Someone, the referee has spotted a flick by somebody. And I think the village are getting a free in here, Michael Walsh. Yeah, uh, there was yeah. a little flick of a stick that I didn't see. Maybe you did. But that's the signal no, the referee has no. given. That that's why he's giving the free on this side. Good battling by them there. Uh, there was good battling by both teams there. But the village weren't, nailed, weren't going to give up on it. Uh, a battle here in front of us between Matthew Root and Richie Reid is very interesting as well. You know, both Matthew started well, hasn't he? He has started very well, yeah. And he won that ball originally there as well. So uh, another chance now for Ongil Fyle to bring it back to a two-point game and keeps it interesting. Cheddar in now talking to Owen Larkin. They've obviously seen issues that they need to uh, uh, address there. So Yeah, obviously from the ball from, great score. from Colin yeah. Finley and TJ Reid the last time, but that's a great score. The voice of Michael Walsh, Owen Gilfoyle. He's quite good with the freeze as well, Adrian, and from open play quite well. And young Keane Kenny has started very well in front of you. Yeah, no, again, lead into this match here, there's one thing about uh, the free-taking of Guilfoyle. It's excellent. The village forward certainly small, but elusive. But again, as I said, Shamrock's forwards, uh, team seemingly going through the gears, looking at their ease. But again, Keen Kenny doing very well here. Again. There's a tough old battle out there. Yeah, two high challenges. First one wasn't so bad. The referee was happy enough to say, well, borderline. But the second one, definitely a free. But for some reason, Michael, the village were never out of this. They got the great start. Shamrock's got into a bit of a groove. But... The village are weathering after weathering that little storm very yeah, well, aren't they? Like, look, no surprise to me. I felt yeah. coming into this game, it was going to be tight anyway. But uh, they certainly aren't uh, down lying back, and they've responded well today, considering their own goal there. And this is uh, Ongel Fyle coming out now to take this free. And you know, if he gets this, his confidence is up already because he's got the first three. And certainly, this is well within his compass as well. Well, just to get the listeners uh, an opinion or an idea, not an opinion, an idea where it is. He's midway between the 45 and the 65 in his own half of the park he's been successful with uh, three scores so far this will be a monster if he strikes this down towards the Lachlan's end he's got the right knee bandage he's got a good broad stance and he goes for this now well within his compass Mickey Walsh says he struck it well it's wide. It's wide. inches wide inches wide everyone was waiting I'm still fascinated the silence of the crowd so far they're waiting for something to happen even though things have happened it's 1-5 to Ballyhale it's 1-3 to James Stevens. Michael yeah it's 1-5 to 1-3 and that was a chance but it wasn't an easy one and it just tailed off at the end good movement by the Shamrocks here what will Richie do great ball yeah lovely control ball Richie to TJ oh, he sells a little dummy oh, oh. that's very poor by him uh, but I think we look give Larkin a bit of credit he was goal side and he kind of narrowed yeah. the angle on his right hand side he yeah, turned back onto his left he still had the opportunity and in fairness to Larkin he did come across but it's their fifth wide and you know they're maybe they're a bit too comfortable and uh, they need to 
maybe push on a bit because uh, the village are hanging in. The village only had one wide so far. Shamrocks, mass, massive possession, but not sure on the scoreboard. Well, the scoreboard Matthew does again. One five to one three. Matthew blocked down this time. Mick Fenley used all his experience. Michael is flying. Offley banished door, of course, no. To TJ Reid. TJ sends it across to Paddy Mullen. Paddy in the middle of the park. Chase back by Niall Brazel. Shamrocks moving well to Evan Shefflin on the far side. Inside the 65. That's very poor. Yeah, that's bad whites. That's very, very poor. That's two for him that's from long range. Him, yeah, and, and a six in total. Yeah, and I don't think Henry will be too happy on the sideline over there because they've, they've already put up six wides, uh, Brennan. They're the dominant team, a bit like Tullerone in the first match, but they're only two points ahead. Ronnie? Yeah, I think that Tullerone would love to think that they're best. Very similar to <laughs> Belly Hale. Because they love, love you in Tullerone. Here's Matthew Root. Great start by Matthew. He's opening minutes. That's blocked down again. Michael Fenley just steps in at the right time when the player is about to pull the trigger. That's two, possibly three, I think he's blocked down at this moment in time. It's a line ball for the village. Now, Michael, they've used their loaf on this. They've got to get some change from this. They have to get a direct score or an indirect score off of this. Put it in around the house. They've got to come away with something. Yeah, I keep it in play anyway. But look, they'll be happy enough. There's only two points in this game and that's absolutely not in the game of hurling. Uh, certainly nothing in hurling. The ball has gone a little bit closer in from the sideline than we thought it would. It didn't go too far. They're all trying to shovel it up but Reid has been prominent and Colin Fenley is there as well. And there's a bit of ground hurling. That's a British ball, yeah. Yeah, good call by the line. Yeah. <laughs> They're even shouldering one another on the sideline looking yeah. for possession. Oh, that was a right decision by the linesman. Yeah, there. David got that Came one right. in the end. Yeah. He's a great sportsman. Yeah. He's a great sportsman. This sideline ball will be taken by Shane Donahue, the midfielder for the village. And just in case you missed the request earlier on, Katie Brown, we know you're listening in Vancouver. And, and Angela and Ted and Connor, that's who the request is from. And your brother, of course, captain of the village this afternoon. So we do hope you're enjoying it over there in Canada. After win, I suppose you'll drink Canada dry. 1 5 Bally Hill, 1 3 to James Stevens. 19 minutes gone here in UPMC Nolan Park in association with PJ Cullen Centre in Bennisbridge. We've a man of the match sponsored by PJ as well. It's a 50 euro voucher, so pick a player who you feel is doing well and you could win that voucher. 19 minutes gone, just 22 between them. The Shamrocks, the All Ireland champions, lead James Stevens, the village by 1 5 to 3 points and a bit of a stalemate at the moment. But this man has been very prominent in the opening half. His name is Richie Reid for Bally Hill Shamrocks. He's gone to the far side of the park from where he started the match now downfield it goes beautiful long ball falls all the way into the hand of Owen Cody Owen Cody turning and striking That's he's got it score. yeah brilliant score great he score. ran back against yeah. the grain he turned and struck it to perfection his movement was brilliant but yeah. fair play to Richie Reid there he's been you know I'm saying for Matthew Root having a great battle there but he really looked up that time here come the village now though Brendan oh, oh slip over there oh, they got away with it yeah they didn't really it was uh, David Hennessy who's lost his footing going for that Back in comes Owen Cody. He's just got that point. He's gone inside the 65. Pulls the trigger. He's going to drop in towards Colin Fenley. Uh, it's Owen Reid. In actual fact, moved into a full forward position. Fenley is right in front of me. Owen turning a strike. Well. Now, their long-range efforts have been stopped. And they're playing the ball shorter. And all of a sudden, Owen Reid is on the score sheet. So, the full forward line, everyone in their forward uh, division. All their six forwards. They're on score. Uh, uh, yeah. The only one has to score for play funny enough is TJ Reid. Yeah, but but as will. usual, he's, he's made that extra score. But brilliant play by them there. 1-7 to 1-3. They're leading by four. They did this last week there were uh, the attendance is 9,533 uh, people here today in Nolan Park as Shamrocks clear the ball downfield Darren Mullen their number 4 down towards Colin Fenley he's in the half forward line at the moment he gets a rub of the green the ball came back on Fenley goes up to the uh, D he's having a blinder that's he's 3 for him well. yeah Colin Fenley 3 for him send it in Thomas come up we have to say Thomas was a little they're bit unlucky they're going to have to do something there and I think they are as well uh, Cheddar is down with Seamus the Wire there they're going to have to do something there because Colin Finley is running the show here three points from play and uh, he's in the groove here very hard to stop him 
Seamus Cheddar Plunkett Joe Murray and Seamus Dwyer the management team with the village Henry Shefflin of course Tommy Shefflin Patrick Phelan Richie O'Neill with the Shamrocks here comes Shamrocks the winning everything that's going down there now they've put a 5 point gap on the board 1-8 to the Valley Hill Shamrocks 1-3 to James Stevens. 21 minutes gone here in Nolan Park ball's gone down into the back uh, division Luke Murphy tidies it up for the James Stevens man he turns out of trouble nice little player did very well at corner back and then he couldn't catch it for the third time he unleashes it downfield Matthew Root as well out the field Bless the ball beat him on the outside he's under pressure oh he puts a hand yeah, on the back free, of the yeah. Shamrocks man and it's going to be free Ronnie you were right there was that a push in the back yeah push in the back yeah, but he, again. he seems to have changed over to the far side there where he was getting quite a bit of success here Brazil has come over to this side here and uh, Luke Scanlon seems to have drifted out to field some of those players have been extremely quite they need to get a, a grip on this game because uh, the, the Shamrocks have stepped it up in the last five minutes yeah Ronnie yeah no and again that's the influence of Mick Fenley here he's orchestrating Unreal. every break and ball he does lads bouncing off him giving clever hand passes and the influence of Mick Fenley is massive here it certainly is well there's a free now to TJ Reid he's on the 65 in his own half of the park well he's just a little bit in front of it uh, between the midfield and the 65 in his own half of the park on the new stand side of Nolan Park this uh, free will be down into the town end goal and I know some of you listening saying it's a city I know that but you all call it the town it's 1-8 to 1-3 it's a massive support uh, for the village. Were, were teaching now, this will be a massive one to get. Yeah, but, but he, he we, get, know, we know he, he can certainly do it. Yeah, get the distance. Ronnie is right behind it. He'll give us a, a bit of a report on this one after he strikes it. So, oh, it's going to trail. It's wide. Wide. Wide ball. Didn't really strike it, Ron, did he? No, it just caught. Now, the wind has picked up a They have seven ways, so they have. They, have se like, they could really be another three, at least three to four points up. They have seven ways in the game. Yeah, but Owen Larkin's got a yellow card, Michael. I didn't spot that. No, neither did I. Okay. Good job, Eddie and Tracy are here on well, analysis. Again well, Root. Yeah, Root. He, he, yeah, he's, he's won the free as well. He's very, very yeah, well. Yeah, he's doing very, very well indeed. So Owen Root has won the free on the 45. Village, you need to score quickly, Michael. Yeah, I'm sure Young and will nail this. But as I said before, a few more there. The marking names in the far line really need to get into this game. Um, they haven't, like the likes of Luke Scanlon, Conor Brown, Niall Brazil. We know how good they are, but they've, they've made no contributions so far. But I'm sure they will. It's a long, long way to go. It certainly is. And. It is a free in to James Stevens, Owen Gilfoyle from the 45 metre line into the Lachlan's end. Another white yeah. flag for young Owen Gilfoyle. Sends it in. Ronnie, you were right near that one as well. You got yeah, a lot of action there. Good score. Again, the, the village uh, selectors trying to get Tyg the wire into the game and trying to get Connor Brown into the game. They've moved Connor Brown, as I said, off Michael of Fenley, Fenley, yeah. of Fenley. And now Tyg the wire has gone out. It's a man against a child at this stage, but we'll see how the wire will get on. Yeah, well. As you said, they're nippy, they're versatile. It's tidied up though by Dara Corcoran, the corner back for the Shamrocks, hurled on his right and then turned onto his left. Michael says that Colin Fenley is having a great start. He certainly is. He's got a fine, big, strong man over the years. It's not so long ago he was an under 21. Now he's an over 21, but he's orchestrated this. Is. And it's a brilliant score. And it's poetry in motion, but Colin Fenley, simple. Yeah, simple, when Finley simple. wins balls, he has no right to win there. Yeah. It was all a village ball all the way there, and he just wins it. And lays that movement then off the ball is unbelievable, and a great score with Brian Cody. Left That's the field at halftime last week, has got 1-1 already this week. 1-1 indeed. We have 24 minutes gone here, 1-9 to 1-4. Bally Hale Shamrocks, the All-Ireland Champions lead here in association with PJ Cullen, Centre Bennis Bridge. You're listening to Casey Law, 96 FM. Owen Larkin bottled up call it very soft free call a little bit high referees uh, indicated that yeah I'm not sure it was that high now Brendan that was a soft free but Larkin did well he cut out that in ball there that uh, could have been one on one he read it extremely well and he cut it out brilliantly so here's the free 
Claire Donnelly is in New Zealand tuned to Casey Law 96 and then the free for Owen Larkin the centre half back of James Stevens. he drives a monster in around the house the village needs something here have they got it? no Mullen gathers it and it's rolled oh, back there's a chance now second bite of the cherry got a crow oh, side netting twice, side twice. netting Keane Kenny went for the shot side netting a let off for Shamrocks Michael yeah. a high ball can cause damage yeah Darren Mullen uh, brilliant last week very quiet again in the game so far this week but that time he, he tried to pass it missed the pass and young Kenny a little bit of inexperience maybe should have brought it back across drove it into the side netting and a little bit of a let off for the Shamrocks there uh, Aeroger leading in Carlo two goals and three points to Castle Towns so two free points there and Rifted, no give free it given here Oh, leading by that's 10 points there. That's, that's an excellent score. But if you notice something, I think Ronnie and you hinted on it earlier on. That's unbelievable. That is. When they had the six, five, six wides early on, they were yeah. from long yeah. Hail Mary balls. Now they're finding an yeah, inside that's forward. That's just unbelievable, Adrian Mullen. Just drifting in and out again. What a catch and an incredible finish as well. One ten to one four. The lead by six points here. We're into the last five minutes. Last four minutes of the first half. Oh, well, Richie Reid, what a catch. Yeah, he's had a great that's opening incredible half. incredible stuff. He's had a great opening half referee. But Matthew Root has actually given him a bit of trouble over this side, but they moved him over and uh, Richie has he's gone in full now but Richie that's brilliant by Richie Reid and he has played very very well Brendan he certainly has playing very very well indeed so it's a free out to Valley Health Shamrocks TJ Reid is hardly going to go for this yeah TJ's been quite enough uh, he's missed he's had three wides himself but I'd say he will Brendan there'll be no, <laughs> no fear of him not going for it but he'll get it as another thing yeah well he's a long way out he's in he's on his own 45 metre line nearly and uh, well that's a bit of an exaggeration he's a little bit outside of it nearer to the town end goal but he gives it welly now is this on target it's over it's wide 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 ball Ronnie the game has a little bit of everything but it's lacking something what is it well I suppose typical Ballyhale and for some reason it's like over the years Ballyhale have always been a great team and people like to see the underdog winning but maybe because it's the village there's no one shouting for either team at this stage (laughs) (laughs) come on Ron Adrian Ronan, sideline reporter. Here comes Niall Brazel. Chance here now. Out of a chance. Ty Dwyer got the ball, goes for the shot, and I think he's got the point. For me, that's a point, yeah. Michael. Yeah, that's Ty Dwyer. They got the score. He's got 1 1. Got the goal early in play for the village. That was important that they got that score. Yeah, it was because TJ just missed uh, earlier, and, uh, you know, the Sarmuks will be a little bit unhappy with the amount of wise they had. They're still leaving the village hanging in there. They're by far the better team. There's no question of that, but they're still leaving them just hanging in there. But, uh, you know, they're, they're getting their scores much easier. 1 10 to Ballyhill Shamrocks, 1 5 to James Stevens in association with PJ Cullen. Centre and Bennett's Bridge. It's KCLR 96 of them. We're live on the worldwide app and KCLR app and the Carlo match Rogan Castletown on the Carlo frequency. We're on the Kilkenny frequency. The Shamrocks moving the ball well, looking for another score from a oh difficult angle. That's but that's unreal. unreal. Um, that's, that's the point of the game for yeah. me. Un- incredible score. He's second score, and that was just fantastic. It was unreal, wasn't it? Yeah, unreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so there's a quick puck out. And there we go. Ball is uh, coming back downfield from Owen Larkin. The short puck out went to Owen. He's nailed this one. Sends it down towards Owen Gilfile. The ball just overshot the run about Gilfile. Now, ooh, that's, uh, oh, this could be trouble here. Ronnie, you're right there. Ah, uh, yeah, no, no, no. He just, he, I, I didn't think it looked too bad. He just, Connor Brown uh, got in touch. But in fairness to Gilfile, he won the ball back well. Young Corcoran should have cleared it. He should have, yeah. Yeah, yeah the referee did nothing about it. Just Connor Brown ran into him more so than anything else. But again, lads, if you think of what we said earlier, eight or ten points. If the, if Ballyhill scored half of what they missed, yeah, no, they would be eight or ten yeah, points outside. Yeah, but yeah. still, they're letting. They're just leaving them hanging in, in there, that yeah. little bit. Yeah, they probably they do even, if, even if they had three or more, four more points on the board, which they should have. But they're just leaving them hanging there. 
Certainly are. Will be a bit of attention. I think as Connor's picked up that injury. Yes, when we I suppose the other interesting part of the game is the, the six forwards. Like TJ's the only one hasn't scored from play yet, and the other lads are all after scoring and scoring good as well. So they they certainly have the upper end at this end of the field. Yeah, one two for the full forward line of James Stevens or is it 1-1 one, one, and uh, none of the half forward line on the score sheet as of yet but uh, they've got 1-5 on the board and uh, two scores uh, Tygo Dwyer with that goal and a point on Gilfoyle with remaining four points for Shamrocks three from play for Colin Fenley two from Owen Reid two from Adrian Mullen a goal and a point from Brian Cody and uh, Owen Cody with a point from play and it's another white flag for the village Adrian and they're tagging it on and they're staying in this they are and it's uh, one, uh, a point for Gilfoyle again but as I said uh, Bally Hale seem to be in their, in their at their ease lads at their ease they seem to be well, they're leading by 5 points 111 to 16 the Evergreen under 15s are listening to us in Chester in England they're about to get on a furry and they're shouting for the village here's the end of time in the first half at least one minute of this new time at the end of normal playing time in the first half it's over the bar. There's another white flag, Michael. Adrian has just said it's happening at their ease. Yeah, that is, point was at their ease. Was, at their, was it, was it uh, Paddy Reed or Paddy, Paddy Mullen? Paddy Mullen, yeah. Mullen, yeah. Yeah, very well worked again, in fairness to them. They're able to go back up every time and get that score, but uh, they should be further ahead and they should be, you know, they just finish, maybe have that threat of goals a little bit as another free now. I certainly have, and the ball is, uh, there's another bit of a situation developing over there. Ronnie, you're, 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 you picked the best spot in the ground, intermediate, senior, <laughs> another free right in front of you. Yeah, a, bit no, of a, a bit of an altercation. Yeah, no, an altercation, but Conor Brown did well, and then tied the wire, as I said, the smallest man, but full of energy. The wire hurling brilliantly for the village all year, won a ball, and he had no right to win off of Mick Fenley. And again, to be fair to the yeah, village, he, He's had to come out the field, Ronnie. Yeah, he's come out the field. You know, I mean, yeah. they're half forward in the start, which you would expect to really have caused trouble, really need to get into the game. 112 to 16. This will be 17 if Owen Gilfoyle is successful here in the Kilkenny Senior St. Canis's hurling championship final. He's got it. He's got another one. Michael, I make that six in total for Owen. Yeah, just two scores. A 1 1 from play, six points from freeze. So with the Sharmas hitting their wides and giving away a needless freeze, they've kept the village in the game. It's half time now. As we yeah, speak. and they've scored 110 from play, the Shamrocks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Brendan. Yeah. Like it's five points, but it should be a lot more than that. Yeah. And, but this game is not over because five points, as we know, can be. You know, with a goal or anything can happen. Anything can happen. So it's certainly not over, and the Shamrocks will be a little bit disappointed only to be five points up at half time, playing well within themselves and looking the classier team. There's no doubt. No, only two scores for the village as well. They'd be disappointed with that. That's what I'm saying. And you know, the half hour that started with Niall Brazil, Luke Scanlon, and uh, and Conor Brown, they would have expected a lot more from those players. They need them to get into the game in the second half, but they, they will because they're good players, and I'm sure they'll have their time. They surely will. Right, we've got to get a few ads out of the way. We'll be coming straight back to Nolan Park here. Uh, to UPMC Nolan Park in association with PJ Cullen Centra in Bennett's Bridge Ronnie before we do hand back what have you made of that first half as a, as a, as a, as a first half of Hurling yeah no look it's strangely subdued lads uh, bleeding into the game I still have the belief it's out of total respect for the village that I made the point about 8 or 10 points it's yeah, not yeah. out of arrogance I just feel that the village on paper versus the Shamrocks on paper it's not a lack of respect for the village it's just on paper the village Shamrocks men are serious hurlers serious men yeah. with a lot of serious up and coming talent and again they're at the ease lads they're hurting badly we saw what happened with Tullerone the hurt that brought Tullerone there in the last game and, Tuller and as we know the Shamrocks are hurting as well 
we know what's going on off the field and that hurt has been bottled and it's privately and quickly they're trying to get the best out of them 112 to 17. if they got half the scores they missed half the score they missed the crowd would be gone home to John Street OK that is uh, Adrian Rowland our sideline reporter there Michael Walsh on analysis when we come back we'll be hearing the Kilkenny County Board introducing the Fenians team of the 1970 County Final being honoured here in Nolan Park this afternoon it's half time in in uh, Nolan Park it's 112 to Ballyhale Shamrocks 17 to Jane Stevens. back to you Shane the Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Final. James Stevens versus Ballyhell Shamrocks. With thanks to PJ Cullen Centre Bennett's Bridge. Shop local for great value and great service. Yeah, welcome back to UPMC in Olin Park. Now as you join us here in the second half, Shane, Fenians are being welcomed by the crowd, honouring their 1970 team. Paul Fitzgerald is Master of Ceremonies to Kilkenny PRO and he's introducing the team. At fullback, also 21 years old, was another key player, a fierce competitor for both club and county, tough, uncompromising. He captained Kilkenny to All-Ireland success in 1974, the first Fenian to do so, Nicky R. At centre-back, we have one of the all-time great club and inter-county hurlers, a massive presence both on and off the field. On the field, he dominated the back lines. He was an inspirational leader to a young Fenians team, Pat Henderson. In midfield, another 21-year-old, an all-action hurler who played the game at high tempo. Man of the match in the junior final in 68, he was one half of a formidable midfield partnership. Donald Welsh. Donald's partner in midfield would go on to be a stalwart of Fenian's teams for the next 15 years. An outstanding midfielder, powerful in the air and a regular score-getter. Michael Garrett. Wing forward, the Fenians had a very fast and industrious player, a prolific scorer from play and from place balls, Johnny Moriarty. Also at wing forward on the day was another emerging Fenian talent, a 20-year-old that will go on to develop into a solid and dependable free-scoring forward, Paddy Broderick. Next we have another 19 year old, another emerging talent for the club who developed into an impressive player going on to win five county titles in an illustrious club career, Dickie Dowling. Also joining us today we, we, was a veteran of that 1970s team. This man first tasted success with his Downey school team, having gone to school in Gatabon. He was a stylish hurler from a great GA family. His sister winning numerous senior All-Ireland Camogie titles with Dublin, Patrick Lachlan. Next, we have a former St. Kieran's College captain in 66 and a former under-21 Kilkenny star in 69. Our next player departed for Rome where he studied theology, going to serve on many roles in Rome, 
Ireland and indeed Ossery for the Fergus Farrell. Another veteran on the team in 1970 and someone who had a long successful career behind him when he returned to Johnstown in 1968, having been a Dr. Harty Cup winner with Thurlis CBS and a former Kilkenny minor and who had won a number of Dublin championships, Frank Coolan. The next player was a young graduate from the 1968 team and at 20 years of age was a young member of the setup. He was quick, skillful and a noted goal scorer. His father Jimmy was a selector and a highly respected official for many years, Laddie Ryan. Another young member of the setup and just out of minor, this player was an exciting prospect in the 1970s. He would later star in midfield for the Fenians, Frankie Hawkes. Behind every great team is a great backroom team, and in that the Fenians were certainly blessed. A strong group of solid workers, dedicated to ensure every team was a success and by extension the club. No job too big or small. We are joined by the former chairperson Pierce Malone and one of the longest serving club presidents in Ireland, Pascal Tynan. We also acknowledge players Martin Fitzpatrick, Michael Dillon, Billy Watson, Mick Dowling and Pat Murphy, all of whom were unable to join us today. We also ask you to remember the members of the team who have gone to the return reward, Pat Delaney, Seamus Grace, Paddy Fitzpatrick, Owen Bain and Tommy O'Connell. We also remember selectors Mick Gannon, Eddie Kern, Jimmy Ryan and Mick Henderson. Ladies and gentlemen, please show your appreciation for the Kilkenny County Senior Title Titles of 1970, the Fenians. Lovely moment, Michael, in Nolan Park, and it's always a sad occasion when we remember those who have gone uh, before us. But a great team, as you say, going through a little bit of lean times in recent times, but uh, what a great team it was, and some great names out there as well. Yeah, and a, they're always a great club, and always really passionate people when they're when they're playing against them. Certainly when I was playing against them at senior level uh, in the early 90s, they, they were always rip-roaring games, and, and the crowd was, was always behind them. But a great club, and you know, hopefully they'll get back to former, former glories, but at the moment they're struggling. But look, brilliant to remember these people some fantastic hurlers down there and some fantastic hurlers unfortunately not here either yeah and uh, credit to Paul Fitzgerald he did a great job on uh, doing that a few nice little uh, snippets on each and every one of the players to go back to 1970 and have all of them they, these things don't just happen there's a bit of research needed and all of that between the club and the county board so full credit to Paul yeah it's, it's very well done every year Brendan it's, it's a great day and it's great to honour these people and uh, it's a great day for them to remember as we said earlier about memories that's what it's all about at the end of the day and you know this is, this is bringing back all that to them today and it's fantastic for them. Yes, indeed. Richie Power is uh, listening to you in 34 degrees of heat, Michael. So how about that? You have your woolly hat on here, <laughs> your passage hat on, yeah. and uh, we're getting ready for the second half. Michael, the Shamrocks with Dana Henry is probably after saying, look, lads, none of these long yeah. balls going wide. More of the same after what you did in the second quarter. But for the village, watch Cheddar and Seamus said to the lads Well, you see, the, the thing is, Brendan, the Shamrocks are five points up when they should be eight or nine, and I always think that the other team will have their time, and the village will have their time. It was a bit like last year against Venice Bridge, the Shamrocks were 
coasting along and suddenly a goal came and they were hanging on a bit at the end and if you remember just two years ago when the village got to the final last they were six points down at half time against the same opposition and they came back and won by six so you know they're 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 certainly not owed this and uh, anyone that thinks they are I wouldn't be writing them off at all the big thing about the Shamrocks I suppose is uh, their forwards are much livelier but the one fella that hasn't scored from play is TJ Reid and he's had I think four or five of those eight wides so you know he'll he'll be chomping at the bit to improve that and that's ominous enough but look they have been the better team and uh, I get what people say but I still think this match is a long way from over and uh, they'll need to start the second half very well again from a village point of view they'll be very disappointed as I said with the way they've been overrun in their half back forward line and midfield they have to get to grips with that and we know they have very good players in that area but so far they haven't just done that but they will they will come good because they're good players and this as I said this game is still a long way from being over yes indeed well Ballyhill Shamrocks uh, only formed back in 1972 not so long ago indeed the Fenians of 1970 just been on order waiting for James Stevens to come oh, back no. out to the field yeah, yeah. yeah they're on the way the club logo of course for the Shamrocks all Ireland champions of the Shamrock and, and uh, uh, they have subs on now as well yeah, yeah, we'll have, just keep an eye out here yeah we'll get we'll get them as well but that Shamrock uh, we were asked a question about this from somebody outside of the area well the Shamrock reflects the binding of these uh, the three parts of the parish where the teams has been formed previously and initials K for Knocktofer B for Ballyhale and K for Knockmoylan they appear in the logo on that Shamrock so that's what it is folks and we're ready for the second half Owen Kenny is our match referee Adrian Ronan we're ready there's a few changes we'll hear from them no, on the stadium so. announcer is there not well, we, we will in a moment right the village will play into the town end it's 112 to 17 five points between them at the start of the second half and I didn't hear the whistle but he's given the free for a push in the back Ronnie uh, it, they have to go for it the village uh, the Shamrocks as you say should have been 10 maybe 11 up at half time they're not they're five up wow. but the village have to go for this Ballyhale mentors and hurley carriers. Ballyhale disappointed with the soft freeze that they're giving away. The soft freeze that the ref has given. Disappointed with the wides that they're yeah. Yeah, I guess that's they're, that missed. And they feel themselves they should be out of sight. And yeah. they're a little bit disappointed that they're not out of sight. They should be six or seven more points up, yeah. and they're not. Here's Owen Larkin. Long range effort from Owen Larkin dropping in around the house. Oh, what's going to happen here? Ball breaks. There's referee says it's there for someone to have a crack at goal. He's coming back. Was he playing an advantage? Uh, I think, yeah, I think he was he playing an advantage because yeah. there was a lot of steps taken in the meantime. But yeah. it's going to be free into the village. It's Michael. Free again, Brendan. These are the things you're on about, yeah, though. That's what I'm saying. It comes back now to four points, and you know they've, they've left them hanging in the game, and you just can't do that. And and they're going to have their time in the game, and uh, you know no better team to to punish you if they get a bit of a smell of it at all. They, they'll they'll do that. There's a bit of a worry about. Uh, one of the Shamrock's players, I think, is Patrick uh, Mullen. At the uh, Patrick Mullen, you're right. Paddy, uh, Paddy Mullen, yeah. yeah. I think he's in a bit of bother there. Yeah, so. It looks like he's, it's his grind, is it? Looks like something has gone wrong anyway. But it's yeah. amazing how this game can turn, Brendan. And, you know, this, it, like they should be at least nine points up at half time, and they weren't. And now it's going to be back to a four point game. Yeah, 112 17 is the half time score. This is the Kilkenny. Yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. trouble. Yeah, there's a change we made. That's a pity. He was yeah, doing quite well. Loss, he, Brendan, he, that's he, a huge loss to them. Yeah, as he well, scored in the first half as well. Yeah, Paddy Mullen has picking up an injury. Adrian, they're warming up somebody over there. Who's coming in, do you see? Or yeah, might be a bit early to see yet. Might be a bit early to judge just yet, but it's, uh, there could be moves for, I suppose, uh, Connor Feen and maybe Mark Alwood might come in and move back, maybe someone. But at this stage, they the haven't Henry shouting down the lane here yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the they weren't expecting this, you see. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the ch change has been made. I think he's right beside you there. The bib has come off. Well, there's a few subs running there, so we'll, Ronnie will give us confirmation. In the yeah. meantime, to have a free, but Owen Gilfile has got the slot. Yeah, yeah, is going back Joey Cuddihy, lads, is coming no, yeah, out. Joey yeah, Cuddihy is going to come on. Yeah, yeah. Joey Cuddihy is coming in. So Adrian Mullen is going back midfield there for the moment, and anyway. we'll see will that, will that stay. Joey, come on, last week and did quite well, Michael. He did, yeah. yeah. But it's a funny game, Brendan. There's no life in it. There's, the crowd are dead, but it's it's far from over. Far from uh, over. Joey Cuddy coming onto the Shamrocks team. Owen Gilfile to take this free. I think he's looking to the referee. He's saying, I want you to make the change before the free is taken. Joey is in. And uh, what a pity for Paddy Mullen. But Paddy will have more great days with Shamrocks. Uh, young man playing in the middle of the park. But he's picked up a knock there. He will be disappointed. He'll be a loss too. He will be a loss, yeah. yeah. He's gone from the middle. Substitution, Ballyville Shamrocks. Number 26. Joey Cuddy replaces number nine, Paddy Mullen. Yeah, and the free goes over the bar from Owen Gilfoyle, Michael Walsh. Yeah, four points in it, Brendan, and, uh, you know, odds play for here, definitely. One twelve, Ballyhill Shamrocks, one eight to James Stevens. Three minutes played in the second half. Owen Larkin has won this ball, running downfield, throws it back onto the stick. Hand pass is good, gets it to Connor Brown. Connor Brown bursts through the 45. He's going to pace Connor Brown. That's good from the village, and it's a great second half start. The captain has sent it in, and over the bar, their scores were scarce on play in the first half. Larkin did well, carried it to the middle, gave it to Brown, and he took off like Linford Christie. Yeah, that's what he can do, Brendan had a very very quiet first half but uh, Larkin did brilliantly there and won the ball out of the air and now we're back to a three point game one puck of a ball between the sides one twelve to one again. The Shamrock's lead Village have it in the half back line free out Shamrock supporters not happy neither it's, is Brian Cody far from over let me tell you far from over you're always a good one to call it Mikey yeah and all you can see it, Brendan, you have to take your chances this game no matter how good you are or you bad. need to take your chances they didn't take them and now there's going to be more pressure on again and as I said it's only a three point game a rogue nine points up at half time half time in that watch Cullen Park against Castletown of Wexford Ballyhill Shamrock's lead by three here in UPMC Nolan Park in association with PJ Cullen Centra in Bennisbridge there's the long puck from Owen Larkin the free in around the house hanging up there it is won by Mick Fenley a colossus for Ballyhill and for Kel Kenny over the years still playing with the club and captain him this afternoon Mick the awfully banished door downfield the uh, ball goes will be uh, tied it up by yeah, uh, 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 yeah. I think Ronnie was closer to death than I us I think Tommy Sheffield won that but it was a definite free and uh, definitely the village are getting frees way softer than, than the Shamrocks so far in this game and uh, he nearly didn't I didn't think he was going to give that one where it was a clear foul against Thomas Coe has been struggling on Fenley but now this is a big one for TJ he's missed the last two and he needs to start putting the ball over the bar again because uh, these boys do seep your confidence Ronnie you were right beside it yeah no again Colin Fenley lads a beast of a man when you're close to him I didn't realise it but serious man a serious man tugged out and again if they get enough ball from him as Michael said he's on fire but um, TJ needs to need to pull away they're playing at their ease but yes you know not pulling away TJ Reid five metres in from the side oh, again, he pulls that yeah. one oh. yeah he pulls it oh, you can't do it lads you can't you can't expect to win matches doing that they're, leaving, they're leaving the village in this Michael yeah they are it's an awful way uh, and he's been very poor on the freeze right from the start of the game and his confidence is bound to eat away now and the village are being left in the game. They certainly are. Here is the ball outfield. Village try and capitalise and Connor Brown goes digging for possession on the far side and the village got it. He got some kind of a touch on it. I think uh, it was Luke Scanlon who came out with it in the sunshine. No, it was uh, 15th. I go Dwyer on that far side was nearer to the ball but it's gone out over the line. It's a line ball to Ballyhill Shamrocks. Three between them. 112 to 19. 36th minute. We're six minutes into the second half and the crowd still tame enough to stand packed to capacity. A huge crowd from the village on the terrace end of uh, town terrace of Nolan Park. The sideline ball from Richie Reid. He had a great first half but it's won by Tomas Keogh the full back he was part and parcel of the great team in the early 90s and the Tomas goes now yeah, because the Village are a different free. team 
the Villages are a different team and uh, the Shamrocks momentum is beginning to go and they're going to be under pressure here now because uh, you just can't switch it on and off and you can't be forced missing the chances they've missed. Yeah, certainly can't and the man that uh, did very well, Thomas Kyo did very well there, Tomas as we know yeah, better. he's been having a tough day but he really drove onto that ball and the Villages have been driving onto balls much better in this second half. Michael, yes. this could be a big turning point in the game. Gilfoyle has got to get this one. one twelve to one nine. If he scores this, there's only two in it. He's on the middle of the park, more or less. Ten metres in from the new stand side, on the far side. He looks at the town end goal. Here's the lift from young Gilfoyle. There's the strike. Wait. Strikes it well. Wait. Oh, it's white ball on the far side. Yeah, that's a big miss as well. But they've only had three wides to the Shamrocks nine. And the Shamrocks haven't scored in the second half. And they need to get the legs of Adrian Mullen now and Reid and them on the ball. But How many wides them. of the village? They're scarce. Here's Fenley. He's been good. So Ronnie says he's a colossus, but it's going to be tidied up. First touch was good. We've been hanging on to it with Niall Mullins. Now they're battling for possession. It's back with the Shamrocks. This is Adrian Mullen. Two points in the first half. Look at his third. Tomas Kyo came in behind him. And Cheddar Plunkett has gone mad over there. He's right in front of Ronnie, our sideline reporter. Ronnie, was there much in that for me? There was a bit of force, but uh, was I, it a free? I couldn't see with Cheddar, Tommy Shefflin, and Seamus to where the three of them going queer here beside me, but certainly uh, David Hughes. But look, Adrian Mullen did very well to hold off, and then he dived in at the last minute. Now, no one Larkin is down, which is a serious concern for the village, because again, has maybe... TJ has been quiet, but it was more to do. Now, Ch Tommy Shefflin and Cheddar here having words. So watch. Uh, <laughs> 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 they can't pick up everything. But look again, as you said, the village are still hanging in there, and yet Shamrock's not pulling away. Yeah, and this is a massive free now. He's missed three on the bounce. I know they haven't been that easy, but and this is certainly not easy when your confidence might be a bit down. But normally he stands up to the plate. Will he be able to do it now? It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, he's just in uh, about two meters from the sideline, I think. And uh, there's still concern for Owen Larkin. He's talking to the lads. Is I think Owen is that looks like it. I know they're always on about hamstrings of that, Ronnie. Is it that tight part of his leg they're looking after there? Is it his knee or what is it? Yeah, his head is it on. No, no, it, well, no his helmet is still on. His helmet is still on, yeah. No, they're, it's, it's, they're concerned with some part of his leg, I think, or his, his, ham, his tie. He's getting up, though, yeah. Well, he's getting up, he's grand. He's just stretching now. Yes, he's green. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's green. So, Owen is okay. Picks up the hurt. Good to see he's okay. He's back in. I don't know whether Ronnie got the book yet or you got it, Mickey, you might get it for Christmas. Do you read books? Yeah, it's in, it's in the sock. It's in the sock. <laughs> yeah, it was a big sock, Ronnie. I remember him. <laughs> this is a big free in this Here's game. Here's the free. Uh, uh, TJ Reid, 112 to Ballyhale, 19 to James Stevens. This to make it a four-point game. TJ Reid. Ballyhale Shamrocks in association with PJ Cullen Centre in Bennett's Bridge. Wide again. Oh, it's That's incredible. That's incredible for a man of his caliber. Yeah, he's completely lost the plot here. And uh, the Shamrocks are going to have to look at changing the free taker because that's five in a row. And they, they really are leaving. If the village now have anything in them, they're going to come strong here because that's going to see through the rest of the team. 1 12 to 1 9, 3 between them. The village go on the attack. There's a cluster of players over there looking for possession. The clock says we got 39 oh, minutes played, nine gone in the second half. Now it is uh, a line ball on the far side. The low sun might cause a few problems to Gavin Costigan if the ball comes down the way. But Michael, we've seen some class here over the years it's not a classic by any matter no it's not and it's amazing how much one team are ahead of the other but there's nothing in the game only three points and uh, the Sharmocks will regret this forever more because they're they're in awful trouble here as regards the way TJ has just 
Not, no, here's this man, he's playing very well. He's been right. outstanding, no, Conor Finley. Now here now goes TJ. The only forward not on the score sheet from play. Oh, he gives it inside. Goal chance. Oh, what a finish. That's he brilliant. sends it across to Owen Cody. He might have missed a few frees, but by God, he didn't miss Owen Cody. That's and brilliant. what a passage of Absolutely play. Absolutely brilliant by Reid. You, you know, he's after missing so many frees. Easy thing to do. Tap it over the bar. No way. He looked up, and what a ball to Cody. What a finish. But again, the man that won it first, Colin Finley, he was having a blinder. But you have to give so much credit to Reid. He was just at missing five frees in a row, and he could have just tapped that ball over the bar, which would have brought his confidence back up, but he wasn't thinking that way. It was for the juggler. What a ball. What a finish. And I think on Larkin's day, could be done here as well. And Ronnie, that's what they call poetry in motion. Brilliant, brilliant pass out of TJ Reid. And again, he's hurting because he's missed those few yeah. frees. And then no better man than Owen Cody. Class goal. But now, lads, there's a big moment here because Owen Larkin is in big bother. It's a grain or a quad injury. And it's not good. And the referees ask him to leave the field. So this is a big moment for the village. It might be, as I said, uh, uh, with all the misses. But that's a turning point for, for Shamrocks, for well, sure. Well, it turns a three-point game into a six-point game. It's 2-12 to 1-9. So it's now 18 points to 12. And uh, goals win matches. Well, they've got two of the Shamrocks. The village have got one. They got it early in play through Tygo Dwyer. They're going to try and stay on. Yeah. I don't think I think that's crazy stuff if he's not right, but he's staying on anyway. He'd be an honest kind of a chap though that way, wouldn't yeah, he? He's, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he, there's no giving in anyway. No, he's running. He's running yeah. okay. Yeah, he's running okay. We used to have the magic bottle. I don't know what to have now, but that's uh, the puck out from Gavin Costigan in the village goal, sending it downfield. Ball goes into the half forward line. Now the village come forward. Can they work out something here? This is the lively on Gill file. The free taker turns in field. Goal chance gets in the match rule. Ball just didn't stick and it comes back out. Village gonna get onto it. They've got onto it. Cook Connor Brown, but he spills possession on impact. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, at nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen players, possibly fourteen, looking for the same slitter on the twenty meter line on the town end. That's the town end that the village are attacking, and Connor Brown goes back looking for more, but the referee's not happy with the challenge, and it's going to be a free spotted by our yeah, match. The have taken Adrian Mullen there was a free out there, but the Shamrocks have taken Adrian Mullen back to midfield, and uh, he has, you know, he's made one good play in the second half, but hasn't been on a whole lot of ball. It's amazing the amount of good players in the in the both teams that have have been very very quiet, but um, they defended that superbly well, and they come out with the ball and a long relieving clearance by Dean Mason, which goes out over the line. I'd say, does it not? Two twelve to Ballyhill Shamrocks one nine to James Stevens at half time. It was one twelve to one seven in favour of the Shamrocks. They were trailing last week against the Lachlan's by three and they went in leading by four at half time. Now here come the village. Oh, he just had the ball. He was unfortunate. It was Tygo Dwyer who scored the early goal in the first half and when he looked at the goal he was dispossessed and the village came out with the ball and this man with it has been outstanding today. Richie Reid, the left half back, gets it to the middle of the park to TJ Reid. He sends a good route one ball downfield. They're going looking for more own code. He's got 1-1 one, one already. Feeds it back inside. Could be curtains here. Here go the Shamrocks. Where's the ball gone? The strike came from Owen Reid. No, they come out with it. stopped and they've come out with it. Locked down. down again. Shamrocks are hunting in packs that's back in. No messing. Gone in and over the bar. They got something from it. And a man that's putting his name on the top of the list for a man of the match performance, his own Cody. 1 2 for him, Michael Walsh. Who are the contenders for you at the moment? Richie Reid has had a brilliant game at left half. Michael Fenley at centre back. Uh, Colin Fenley and Owen Cody would be the top four for me, I suppose, in the game. But Owen Reid has been very good as well, even though he probably should have put that away. But he has been very strong. Okay, well, you have a 50 euro voucher for. 
PJ Cullen Centre in Bennett's Bridge if you'd like to get uh, on the scoreboard there text 083 306 9696 with a player of your choice yeah this man has always been unreal it's unreal yeah he just reads he the game so well to that team uh, yeah. Brendan was, last year like they were struggling a bit he came back into it and his presence alone there without even doing but he, he hurled so well the last two Sundays with very little training done that's a great ball by Richard Reid. Well, that's a terrific ball down to TJ. The only forward not on the score sheet for play. Here he goes. He's going to be on it from a free now, but the referee spotted something away from TJ. A foul off the ball. Yeah, a well, pull of a jersey. You know, talk about that missing chances and hiding. This fella, since he's missed the last free, has laid on a goal, laid on the last one when he went out looking for the ball, and he's won a free here. Just goes to show you what character is. We have a change. Jack McGrath replaces number six, Owen Markham. So Owen has number to retire. 18. Jake McGrath replaces number six, Owen Larkin. Uh, that's a great pity for Owen, but uh, he's uh, injured and he's gone to the line. And we're free in here, Ronnie. And I think, looking from what I've looked over here, the free might have been for the incident when TJ had the ball, but there was a jersey pull off the play, and I think that's what the referee, Owen Kenny, might have given the free for. Yeah, again, not, uh, not seen, but a lovely touch out of the referees. Shook hands with Owen Larkin. Uh, as he left the field um, a sad day for the village maybe and a sad day for Owen Larkin because again without Score Owen Larkin's influence it's yeah. going to be a big ask now TJ Reid didn't miss that one 2-14 to 1-9 it's uh, looking a bit ominous now Arnie isn't it well we said 8 or 10 points out of respect so look it's a big uphill battle for the village now uh, it's 20 points to 12 now at the moment 2-14 is a total of 20 points and 1-9 to James Stevens. we're into the 45th minute here yeah, at UPMC Nora Park had a, had a bout, you know, there was no need to foul there but Ty Dewar who's been lively all day did very well and Younger Fyle has missed maybe one James Stevens, number 20 David Walton replaces number 5 David Hennessy Number 20, David Walton, replaces number 5, David Hennessy. So David Walton for David Hennessy. So they have to, it's all they can do, Michael, make changes. Oh yeah, yeah. They have still, to change it around still, a bit. Still 15 minutes to go, Brendan, yeah. so they just, they'll stay at it and uh, the Shamus will have to keep uh, pressing home their, their uh, superiority here and keep the, the scoreboard ticking over now is what the Shamus just need to do at this stage, but you know, there, there still will be a bite in this village team, you'll have to imagine. Here is the free from Owen Gilfoyle. He's between the 45 and 65 on the town end for the village. He strikes it well. Yeah, he's beautiful a striker, the ball. Yeah, yeah he's an excellent free taker. He sends it in. Michael, would this be, uh, 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 with no disrespect to the village, what we're seeing with the Shamrocks and what they've done in recent times, the late great Jimmy McGee used the Maradona for as different class. They have a bit of class, haven't they? Oh, they have, yeah. There's yeah. no doubt about that, Brendan. Uh, you know, they, they have the class, and if they had been taken half the chances. And here they go again. And they stick with oh, it. Great, oh, ball. great ball across to Ronan Corcoran. Ronan can score. Does he score this time? Yeah, they're just finding space now. Yeah, yeah, he's got it. They're finding space, and class players always find the yard or two extra. A brilliant play by Cuddy, uh, the sub there. You know, he looks to be bottled up. What a brilliant pass out, and a great finish by Corcoran, which means all starting forwards, uh, uh, five or six starting forwards, and their two midfielders have scored. The only one that hasn't, but he has contributed, as we know, as teaser. Uh, it's 21 points to 13 now. 215 is a total of uh, 21 points. 110 to James Stevens, and it is James great Stevens on the there. attack. A good turn in onto his left hand side, but did he get the finish? No, no you see, that's what's happening. That's what's happening, Ronnie. Uh, let's be fair, Shamrocks have been classy, they've done what they have to do, but to get to that it's a bit of an anticlimax for some people here today. They're expecting a blistering game. 
Total respect. We said that I thought it was going to be an eight or ten points uh, victory for Shamrocks. I still believe that. Um, they're a different class. It's men again, boys. The Finnish are a good team, lads, but it's just this this Shamrocks team are better than they were last year. Well, the winners will play Cloncail in Mullingar next Sunday afternoon in the first round of the oh, Leinster Championship. There's a, a brilliant pass. ball. Here's Thomas Joseph Reed now. Oh, he just looked at the post and left it behind him, but he turns back out towards the ten meter or the twenty meter line. Back to the middle of the park. He sends it. Lovely play by. Valley Hill Shamrocks and he always oh, find a man in scoring position I tell you one thing you might be leading by 215 to 110 but when Adrian Mullen goes in after this match and, and the, if the winner or lose that. it he'll yeah, be told he off be he'll be told off it was a brilliant play but he should be scoring it tonight. you dislike me I think I would have got that no I don't think you would ok Michael that's it Michael was here we go we lost the door Michael Fenley lost this chance here's a chance now here, here goes Gilfoyle ooh Turned into a war. Oh, there's one, two, three, four. They got five goals side of the runner from Evan Shefflin. Picked off the ground. Free in. The ground. They'll have to yeah. go for a goal, will they, Mikey? I don't think so, Brendan. It's only 48 minutes gone. 215 to 110. 215 yeah, to 110. No need to be picking that off the ground. 21 to 13. Ronnie, would you go for a goal? Mickey doesn't. He's going to take a point. Would you take a goal? Uh, Mickey was a goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> They have to go for a goal, lads. This is, yeah. I think they have to go for a He's goal. He's got to go low if he does. Maybe he'll take his point, take percentages. Danny and Anne are tuned in in Castletown in the county of Mead. Just down the road from Nobber. They're in the county final in Mead as well. Intermediate. Tom Lamb and all the gang up there as well. So good afternoon to you all. Tuned to the Kilkenny hurling match. We say hello to Tom Walsh. Sleeve Rue Tom, who's in Boards yeah, Miller County Mead. Yeah, because, uh, Niall Brazil is not the free taker, so... Big moment in the game now again, you see. There's yeah. still over 12 minutes to go and a goal brings it back to five. Yes, well, the free will be taken by Niall Brazel. Here we go. Here's the lift. There's the strike. Ooh, he absolutely lettered it, but it went up over the black spot. So Niall yeah. Brazel is on the score sheet. So there we are. Uh, Ray Brophy is tuned to us as well. Ray reckons we're like the Shamrocks. It's better the three of us are getting. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 215 to 111. There, goes TJ. there he goes there now. Goes. He mightn't have scored from play yet. He lays off another one. This could be it. There's the oh. shot. Stopped on the low. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Gavin Costigan had the ball. He went to throw it onto the stick. It yeah. fell out over his shoulder. Uh, unfortunately, over the years, Owen Reid hasn't scored goals. It hasn't been his strong point. And he's missed two there today. TJ, in fairness just tried to lay it off again maybe he should have kept going himself that time then the keeper picked up the ball and he nearly dropped it back into his own net and TJ will want to score this now just to keep that distance between the two sides there's still 10 minutes plus injury time to go 2.15 to 111 Ballyhill Shamrocks lead here in association with PJ Cullen Centre in Bennett's Bridge don't forget our man of the match 0833069696 a 50 euro voucher for PJ uh, shop in Venice Bridge there and uh, he is uh, thank you for his kind sponsorship during the Kilkenny Championship here is TJ Reid with a 65 he's so confident that's a it's a 66 he hasn't moved out a metre outside the line another fella trying to steal two or three on the other side shows the confidence he has hits this one. this one as good as McElroy Woods or Lowry at strike one down the fairway and that's gone over the black spot he's got one another one Michael yeah great score by him and uh, you know as I said since that last three he missed he's turned right into the game here's uh, the village with a sharp puck out now 22 points to 14 is the score at the moment 216 to 111 Ballyhell Shamrocks the All-Ireland Champions League but here come the village this is Niall Brazel Niall turning and striking good score but we need it all this earlier on he's got two in a succession one from a free one from play now it's 216-112 Mikey yeah good score a good move and Matthew Root again won the ball on the far side and played it in beautifully for Brazel and uh, he took his point seven between them in Nolan Park 
Owen Larkin gone off injured they've made the change Davy Walton is on Jack McGrath is on for the village now the ball comes across David Hennessy was withdrawn as well here come James Stevens. game not over yet still a long way to go but Shamrock's in control 9 minutes remaining plus added time now it's put in around the house by Keane Kenny started well he's got it he's got it they're going for it he's got it now we could be in for a blistering last 8 minutes it's now 2.16 to 1.13 here in UPMC Nolan Park 2.16 is 22 points 13 is 16 points it's not a mountain Michael but it is Ballyhale yeah I know it is but it's, it's just loads of time left in this game and you know a few scores can make the difference tough battle here now Kenny Senior final over across towards Evan Shefflin he had two bad wides in the first half but he's, he's made up for it this score. time he's turned into a fine lad he yeah. was the captain of the Kikini under 20 brilliant score that was really well done young Cuddy has done very well since he came on there to lay on that one and the one before it but there's a long way to go in this game and a goal could could actually make a difference here yes. it certainly could but there's the village doing it here's Michael Fenley he's just like a telegraph pole everything comes in Michael is head and shoulders up there and he wins every ball and he sends this one way back down the field we'll come to Ronnie in a row yeah on Reid he's been outstanding today for the Shamrocks number 13 back to TJ Reid into the 20 metre line he sends it he's always a so unselfish he always distributes it brilliantly gets it as far as Brian Cody switch it back to TJ Reid TJ Reid oh white ball white ball Ronnie what did you make of that one oh lads (laughs) just not his day it's just not his day but he's his selfishness you know he's so unselfish unbelievable but again I'm going back to the scores we missed I don't know what the word tease and me's in the dictionary, but by God, are the village tease are the Shamrocks tease in the village? It's just they're all over them, and yet they're they're not putting them away. They're leaving them in the game. Here's one of their replacements, Joey Cudahy. He goes himself. What a score, Brendan! He's got it. That's fantastic. This man was number 26 on the program. He's on the field since halftime, and he's after nailing one. Joey Cudahy, number 26. He's after nailing one, and he's after setting up two more as well. Brilliant play. Here come. This man has been busy. Keen Kenny. Nice, lively player for James Stevens. Crossfield, he sends it. Lovely layoff. Oh, he got it as far as uh, he chased him all the way. He got it to Dwyer. Fenley came back, intercepted, got involved. Shamrocks win back the dirty ball on the ground, and Shamrocks lead 218 to 113. 53 minutes gone on the clock, Michael. Seven remaining, and a referee on Kenny is going to throw this one in between the players. So 218 is 24 points, 113 is 16 points. Or sorry, yeah, it is 16 points. Eight between them, Michael. Yeah, brilliant play by Colin Fenley there again. That's another great ball. There's Cuddy again. There's uh, Joy Cuddy. Don't forget, we will be going after the speeches here today to our outside broadcast unit here in UPMC, Nolan Park. Lots of special guests, Eddie Scally and the team out there with our Paul Dial. And we will uh, be bringing you lots of feedback up until 6 o'clock from UPMC, Nolan Park, after the uh, final whistle and the presentations take place here. And the formalities are out of the way. Ronnie will get a few pitch-side interviews before that as well. Jim Stevens go looking for a score and they've put it to the left of mine. Incidentally, Michael, is that only their fifth wide of yeah, the day? That's all the had five the Sharmaks have cooled down on them as well yeah. apart from TJ who's had a good few and I missed the last one actually another change Ronnie yeah Mark Alward is on of course and Brian are interesting when you mentioned about Joey Cuddy Joey Cuddy's been out for seven months got 20 minutes in the semi-final and again is getting the last 20 minutes and he's, as Michael said he's making a vital contribution again another one that played under underage inter-county and it just tells you the talent on the bench for Shamrocks here's TJ again that was a change there Lou Kiki is in for Tomas Kyo on the village team and when we're doing that Shamrocks are oh, put it wide, wide he's put it wide this time it was Mark Elwood yeah, he's only on there, yeah. he's only on 
He's only on. He's put that wide. So now we got five minutes remaining at UPMC Nolan Park. The village have to go for the juggler, but the Shamrocks have one hand Free on the trophy there. yet again. So the clock ticks down. There's not a whole lot more the village can do, Adrian. They got a few chances and uh, they come up again a much better team today. Clock is against the village now as well as a good Shamrocks team. Yeah, no, we said that all along. That the village have done very well, but it's just a different class and it's just, as we said, the hurt is a, a dangerous thing. And Belly Hale, as we said, are working very hard. There's a lot of emotion going on in that Belly Hale team this year. There certainly is. And the ball is uh, back down. Oh, the, brilliant brilliant here's he's Thomas Joseph the score. Yeah, he's got this one that's every one of their forwards on the score sheet from playing out Adrian Mullen with 2 TJ Reid with 1 plus 4 frees 1-1 one, one for Brian Cody 1-2 for Owen Cody 3 points for Colin Fenley and 2 points for Owen Reid when you have forwards that can do that Michael Walsh you'll never have bothered it's brilliant play by Evan Shefflin here Evan Shefflin racing down the field chased back all the way by Niall Mullins but Evan followed up on that now it's gone to ground and the village will try and shovel it up off the ground but it's not coming up for anyone only the Shamrocks and Shefflin has come back and got that he sends score. it in and he sends it over the bar there will be in Mullingar next Sunday now I think four minutes remaining it's now 220 that's a total of 26 points to 16 Ronnie said 10 points Michael Walsh I'm looking for a lot of numbers off Ronnie before yeah, I go home tonight to, it looks like he's going to be right uh, Brendan or yeah Brendan it looks like he's going to be right unless the finish can do something crazy now but they, they've just the way they've stifled them uh, they've, you know they've been very very poor the village and a lot of there's a great score there I'm not even sure who got that. Yeah, it's gone. There's a lot of people leaving as well. They're going to avoid the traffic. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the Wexford County final is on as well. St. Anne's 12 points. Sure. Yeah, it could have been. St. Anne's 12 points in Wexford. Uh, St. Martin's 112 and the 48 minutes played there. So thanks to Paul Sinnott uh, giving us the information on that. 220 to Bally Hale, 114 to James Stevens. Colin Freeman replaces number two. Yeah, sure. They're at such a stage now where they can empty the bench, Mike. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they're, they've just been you know, in a different league altogether, Brendan. They're nine points up at the moment, and I think that, you know the village are actually lucky that it's not way, way more than that. Ronnie, it didn't. Uh, I said it earlier on. I'm sorry for kind of half repeating myself, but just for listeners that have joined us across the world and the whole, it might be in from work or in different parts of the world, or getting up or going to bed or whatever. But uh, it wasn't the classic that we thought it would be. I know you made a prediction that it could be 10 points with the class that the Shamrocks have but it never really got off to the blistering county final that we wanted it to be no it wasn't and as, again as we repeat myself as I said there's a serious talent on the Shamrocks team the weather today has you know allowed the Ballyhale lads to hurl as they kind of in this weather you know this suits the Ballyhale style of play and they've immense men all over the field and here's one of them today the reeds every one of them have been excellent you know and when you talk about the reeds you know and you might be even even out TJ like Owen and, and, and Richie there wing forward but look it's not taken from the village it's out totally about 15 wides I think at yeah. this yeah. stage yeah. yeah when you have that you're to struggle to win a match they have a chance of a goal here yes they have a chance of a goal no it's gone to begging again Michael just last chance saloon texts for man of the match to try and win the 50 euro voucher for PJ uh, PJ's uh, Cullen Centre in Bennisbridge who's your top three candidates at the moment uh, from the Samrock's point of view Michael Finley's been superb Richie Reid's superb um, Owen Reid very good in the forest but, and Colin Finley has been outstanding when it really was a game Colin Finley was 
was outstanding and he's created so much today. He certainly uh, has. Yeah, from the village side, you know, they've tried hard, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of players have tried hard, but it's probably their younger players, young Matt Root tried hard, Keen Kenny tried hard, and young Gilfiles free taking has been superb. A great friend of yours and Carlo yeah. just sent me a text, the great Pat Cody has sent Mullies, he said, the village are missing a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> they had an outstanding game himself last week, St Mullins will play Kula next Sunday afternoon in Netwatch Cullen Park, that'll be a blistering game as well, and we have the replay of the Carlo Minor hurling final, Town Gales and Mount Leinster Rangers next weekend, but Michael Ballyhell Shamrocks are going on to win another Kilkenny St. Canis's Credit Union senior title here in 2019, yeah. and they're in Kill next week, the Westmead, you know a lot about Westmead. Yeah, I, think, I think everybody would be hoping for, uh, with respect to everybody else, the Shamrocks Kula, Leinster Final, or whatever, I'd love to see that match taking place, I think it'll be a fantastic game, and I think, uh, you know, it'd be really great to are see. Kula, are Kula going to be under a bit of pressure, they're down five players that had one yeah, the other, and Conor Callaghan has yeah. gone now as well. Yeah, and they, they probably will be then, and yeah. St Mullins have them next week in Carlo, which you've seen Bally Bowden being knocked oh, by. Brilliant by Michael Fenley again. Great catch by him there. So you've seen Bally Bowden uh, being put to the sword by Mount yeah. Leinster. So you give St Mullins a bit of a rattle next week as well. I did always have a chance, yeah. Yeah, they'll always have a chance. There we go. Uh, We've a text in to say. I'm voting for Ronnie for Man of the Match. How about that? Michael, who is your KCLR PJ Cullen Man of the Match today? Uh, I'm going to give it to the man that made a difference when it counted. That's Colin Finley. Okay, well, Colin Finley, the full forward. So if you text Colin Finley to 083 306 9696, you're in with a chance of winning that 50 euro voucher for uh, PJ Cullen Centra in. Bennett's Bridge for all your convenience needs shop local for great value and service we're into the added time here uh, 220 to 114 26 points to 17 and we have uh, James Stevens on the attack the man in the middle of the park for them wearing number 8 is Shane Donahue. he bar. sends it in he sends it over the bar Ronnie the dying moment you'll catch up with somebody there in a moment or two but uh, yep. it's going to be Ballyhale's day 221.15 and we're heading for the final whistle yeah it is and interestingly enough knowing it's a few Ballyhale as that I know this means more to them I don't think they're thinking ahead I know you've mentioned Kula and other teams in the Leinster Championship I'm not too sure with Richie Reid going to the Lebanon Michael Fenley training awfully how much Ballyhale yeah, yeah, can give true. the Leinster Championship yeah. but now that Kula have a few injuries they might give it a blast but I don't think it's on agenda today was all about winning the county final as we know a lot of things going on off the field in Ballyhale but now that could have the few injuries you'd never know but they're going to be down Richie Reid they're going to be down Mick Fenley, Fenley possibly so well, yeah, that, would make, it, that would make a huge difference Ronnie yeah. there we go Michael you picked your man of the match there a moment ago there's your winner would you like to call out the winner of the PJ Cullen Centre 50 euro voucher Nolene Malone from Dainsforth Nolene Malone Dainsforth congratulations you won a 50 euro voucher and thanks to PJ Cullen and his staff for his kind sponsorship 220 to 115 that's 26 points They'll to 18 the goalie here. Yeah, yeah big move yeah. this is number one Dean Mason yeah they're giving a great service and the club is getting a great great ovation here I suppose that's excellent in the county finals being able to do that is a real luxury I suppose but it just goes to show you that even though there's only 8 points on the scoreboard it's it's, it's a huge huge defeat really it, it could have been anything up to 10, 10, 12 or 14 really it certainly could well James Connolly is in the goal now Dean Mason is replaced and uh, I'm sure Mark if you're tuned you've enjoyed this one this evening I know all the people have joined us from across the world we'd like to uh, thank you for joining our coverage we're not finished we are broadcasting live from Nolan Park here until 6 o'clock this evening Eddie Scally will take up the mantle as soon as the presentation and the speeches take place here in front of us in the old stand the uh, Ollie Walsh stand here in UPMC Nolan Park but it's 220 to 115 
Some of the people have uh, drained out of Nolan Park. We're into the third minute of additional time. And Ronnie, from the sideline, was it two or three that they add? Uh, two minutes, I think, they added from yeah, the so sideline. But we're into the now last it's a case. Now it's a case of Valley Hale not getting an injury. Look, there's two silly things out of two young lads. <laughs> well, here we have a free in now. Michael, it didn't go to the wire. The no, Sean Ross right here. In, in hindsight, Sorry. Brendan, look, it was over from way out. It's time I just yeah. like, When you consider what they've missed, they've missed three goals and they've had 15 weights and they're still just winning by eight points comfortably. And uh, it's amazing like how far ahead they've been. I didn't expect it to be in that league. But, you know, the village will be very disappointed. They came here two years ago and lost. And some of the real key players just didn't perform at all today which will be a huge disappointment to them well here is TJ Reid with the long range free he's 2 metres inside his own half of the park he's 15 metres in from the sideline on the far side from our press box position into the Lachlan's end this could be the final strike of the game TJ Reid yep. sends it downfield and he might have missed a few <laughs> earlier on but our TJ doesn't go home without making a name for himself the referee Owen Kenny looks at his watch he notches down that score he says you were too quick Gavin Costigan but TJ Reid has got another one and uh, it's great to score 6 or 7 points when you play I won't say bad because he's never bad but no, didn't play up to his usual he, standard he did an awful lot of good work yeah, he, uh, you know, that's probably he gave off some luckily, great luckily, distribution luckily for the village he probably wasn't at his usual standard because yeah, but he was still brilliant that, but he's still brilliant yeah. yeah his overall play was great and to be fair to the village let's be fair they've battled and battled and battled but they've come up against the class outfit they knew they were going to be up against it Brian Cody said that to us in, La in Langton's at the book launch on Thursday night we all knew that here they go looking for a goal and a consolation score they just can't break down that wall Jamie Byrne has it now gone in around the house it is a little free bit of a scrum for possession we have a free out here this should be it Michael 221 to 115 is what's up there on that scoreboard on the town end and on the O'Loughlin's end and we have 64 yeah, minutes played Kevin Fenley said during the week about this team dominating and you know it's hard to see them not they're so far ahead of everybody else well they've won the county final 221 to 115 and the young members of their club come in the village will be disappointed as I've said on the commentary but to be fair to Ballyhale nobody can take it away from a class outfit who've come here today and score two goals and 21 points it would win a cricket match on some occasions to be fair to James Stevens, they notched up 115 but it was never going to be enough on a day like today Michael Shamrocks another title yeah and just bringing a different class uh, you know we've said it so many times throughout the game they, they were so much in control of this game and remember they conceded a goal in the first minute of the game I have Henry here lads ok we'll go with you, Ronnie we'll go with Ronnie Henry Shefflin is with Adrian Ronan Henry Henry Great win for Ballyhale, catching early, I know. You must be delighted. After all, it's gone in Ballyhale this year. Ah, yeah, Adrian, you know, I suppose, uh, you know, this is sport, it's about enjoyment, and it's great for the parish, you know. It's been a tricking time for the communities, you know, and uh, there's been a lot of darkness down there, so I'm delighted there's a bit of lightness in the parish this evening. But it's still it's still very raw, it's still very very hurtful for the family involved. We'd love to have Eugene here with us, but uh, I'm just thrilled the way the boys have responded the last few weeks. It's been a very trying time in them, and... Uh, you know, I think they've come crumbs and by far and away they're the best hurling team here today. You feel that today, Henry, the emotion was here all day today in this you know, during the match, Belly Hill. You're at your ease, but yet not in the comfort zone, I suppose, on the line you were calm as well as you said. There was a lot going on. Hurling unites people and I suppose the night sport it does make up for things, but it certainly helps the emotion. Ah yeah, but I think I think first and foremost that they're a group of uh, you know, there's a lot of chaps there, a lot of young fellas there, I think. But I think they've had to become men, unfortunately so, because of what they've had to deal with the last couple of years. So um, you know it's uh it's been a very difficult time, but I'm just thrilled the way they've just responded and uh you know, they've had a la long year last year and went all the way to March and uh, 
you know, we were probably plotting and planning to try and peak around this time of the year, so I must have been thrilled that she did the business today. The start, you didn't get the start you wanted, Belly. No, uh, no, no, the no, village no. gave you, you know, and then they had to become men again fairly quickly. I did, but they've responded very well, you know, and uh, they're a big, strong, physical team. You can see that in the parade before the match, and, uh, you know, there's some wonderful hurlers, and, you know, they use the ball very well. I thought they used the ball even better than they did in the first half against the Lachlan's, and <laughs> a lot of things we probably worked on probably came true, and, uh, you know, we're just, we're just delighted, you know. Half time, you missed a lot of chances. Yeah. Again, you know, you had a lot of weights. And giving away frees as well, Adrian. You know, they were the big two teams, you know, even though we were dominating a good few of the puck outs, um, you know, we were just giving away silly frees that we cut down a little bit in the second half. And, uh, you know, TJ's pass, you know, didn't have the best of days, but his pass down Cody was just brilliant. Farmer's temporary classes, everything, and TJ's pass. Thanks, Ronnie. Good, Thanks, Good lad. That's a nice interview. With, um, and, Michael, just uh, to acknowledge that as well, I mean, Henry, always a great man to speak of Anding, and, yeah. you know, last, last year it was unfortunate. Unfortunately, Owen Dial, a tragic accident in Ballyhale this year has been huge in Elwood on the point. I didn't make earlier on, but I knew Ronnie would catch with Henry after the match. Uh, no number uh, nine, no number 19 on the programme because two yeah. weeks ago when we were here, uh, the late Eugene Elwood was listed at number 19. So, you know, it, it's very emotional and as Henry said, still raw on the parish. Absolutely, so, Brendan. It's yeah. huge. Like, at the end of the day, it's life and uh, it's an awful tragedy. But they've responded very, very well. They're just a class outfit. This fella coming up to collect the cup. In my view, is one of the greatest hurlers that's ever lived because what he's able to do is beyond, is actually beyond uh, believable. He's had about three or four training sessions the whole year and he comes in with two performances, just majestic at centre back. But they have so many good players, like he said about TJ there, not having the best of days, but the real turning point in the game, I suppose, if you want to go, had a handy chance to tap the ball over the bar and he just didn't even know about it. He wanted to lay on a goal. Brilliant pass to Owen Cody, who also had a great game and he buried it in the net. And look, Brendan, forwards win games and they have so many good forwards. Colin Fenley has very poor the last day and today, as I said, when it was a game, he was truly outstanding. I'd say he was involved with about one, six or seven. Okay, Ronnie, you might have somebody else there just before we get Michael Fenley's speech. Now we go to the speeches. To UPMC Northern Park for St. Candice's Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship Final and for the area Michael Lingway Under Motors Intermediate Hurling Final. And firstly, I must thank you most sincerely for attending Northern Park here today in such great numbers. I would also like to welcome Vincent Kendrick, Group Dawn of St. Candice's Credit Union. We are great and highly valued sponsors for our Senior Hurling Championships. And again I'd like to welcome our Phoenix Jubilee team who won the very first senior final here in 1970. And also Mary Jane Eaton from the Springwheel Hotel who have arranged a reception for them afterwards. Today we have witnessed the culmination of a highly competitive Senior Hurling Championship that has provided a much anticipated traditional final and a great sense of occasion for the county and for the clubs Ballyhale Shamrocks and James Stevens, their players' family, supporters and especially their young players. However, this occasion is all about the here and now and I congratulate Ballyhale Shamrocks on their great skillful performance and especially for what they do for their communities and an example to give to communities across the country. I congratulate them on winning the 17th senior title 
and extend co-gorgeous to everyone involved in the club. Well done to everyone. And that's Jimmy Walsh, the chairman of the Kilkenny County Board, giving his uh, speech before we have the presentation to Michael Fennelly. I now say well done to James Stevens and commiserate with them on the disappointment. This has been a great year for them and with a young team there's a great future ahead for you and I look forward to seeing you back here in UPMC in Northern Park in the next year and two. I particularly want to thank all of the players, officials in every club who have participated in our leagues and championships in the various grades over the past year. We thank you for your dedication, hard work, enthusiasm and commitment for our games that are so much part of our real life in Kilkenny. I extend a special meal of breakfast to all involved in any way in hosting today's games, including our club stewards and personnel, the statutory bodies, the Guardian, the Order of Malta, St. Patrick's Bass and Reed Band, Claire Welsh, especially to our groundsmen, Kevin and John, who have the pitch in such great shape, also to Caroline in our office and our county board team. And particularly, a special round of applause to our um, referee and his match officials, Owen Kenny. And finally, on behalf of the County Board and the people of Kenny, I wish to extend our best wishes to Ballahale Shamrocks in the Leicester Club Championship campaign and also in their search to retain their Allowing Club title. And now in conjunction with, Saint, with Vincent Kenrick, we will present the St. Canis' Credit Union Tom Welsh Cup to the winning Ballyhead Shamrock's team captain, the one and only Michael Fenley. Michael, this will be some speech. Yeah, it will because he's uh, he's just he's dramatic. He's very good. He's a serious bit of stuff. Yeah. Here's Michael Fenley, Ballyhill captain. I greet you, sir. Son of our son, a Cornshaw Glocker, their son Fern, he shamrogi Ballyhill. Don't shock you. Who are they out? He saw on trip. It gives me great pleasure to lift the Tom Welsh Cup for the second consecutive year in the history of our club, Ballyhale Shamrock, since 1972. 17 county finals is a fair achievement in 49 years. I'd like to thank our backroom, backroom team and our management for all the hard work they put in since our club all earned in March. They got the balance just right and kept us, kept us going all year long and peaked at the right time over the last couple of weeks. That starts with Sean Holden, our kit man. Uh, John Curtins, our physio, uh, James Fitzgerald, our statsman, our two selectors, Richie O'Neill um, and Paddy, Paddy Feelin, uh, our coach and trainer, Tommy Shefflin, and our manager, of course, Henry Shefflin. <laughs> I 
I'd like to thank our sponsors for their continued support over the last number of years. Paul and Catherine Holden. Every year without words, their sponsorship is always there, so I'd like to thank them. I'd like to thank St. Cancer's Credit Union for their continued support of the county finance here in Kilkenny. I think now it's going two decades at this stage, so thank you very much as well. To our supporters over the last number of weeks in particular, thank you for digging deep in games when we need it. Our club has been through a lot over the last couple of couple of weeks, the last year or two, and I think it's made us stronger. And it's great again to see all the young kids with all the tracksuits today and everyone driving for success in Ballyhill. To have one tragedy in a lifetime is tough of a club, but to have two in 18 months has been devastating. We lost Owen Doyle last year, a member of our team, to a tragic accident, and unfortunately, only four or five weeks ago, we lost another team member, Eugene Edwards. Eugene was a, a fun-loving character, full of smiles. You know, if he was here today, he'd be standing there looking up, smiling, big happy face, and I'm planning the next two or three days of celebrations. That's the kind of lad Eugene always was. Easy, fun, and, and a great, great character. As some people used to say, he's a big teddy bear. To his mother, Marie, his father, Pat, and to his brother, Keen. Words, they have meaning, but actions speak louder. And I hope our actions over the last couple of weeks have helped you on that journey and gave you some sort of comfort, no matter how small it is. And this cup here is a dedication to Eugene's name. Lastly, to James Stevens, every time the two teams come together at lock horns, it's always an entertaining game and always a tough battle. And it's the same here today. I'd like to give them three cheers. Hip hip! Hip hip! Hip hip! On my hair, we're back in! There we are, Michael Fennelly, with his few words, and I think... He's pulled all together, and uh, he's done absolute... Uh, justice to Eugene Edward, his family, and uh, he couldn't have done any more. But he's just a class act. He's just a class act. On and off the field. On and off the field, he's just a class he'll act. He'll do a good job at Offaly, do won't he? I think he'll do an absolutely brilliant job at Offaly. He's uh, he just has something special about him, Brendan. Uh, he's a, he's been a brilliant hurler for McKenney, and uh, certainly uh, uh, for Ballyhale, it has been unbelievable to come back again the last two years and uh, a huge cog in their wheel. But there's so many good players all over the field, and they're worthy champions. Okay, Ronnie, you might have somebody down there. Because the players are, are, are obviously to kind of get together, it's a bit of a raw emotion around the place, lads. So I might try and get someone in a minute or two, maybe. Okay, Ronnie, we'll just stay uh, yapping to Michael here for a second. Of course, we will be broadcasting continuously from UPMC Nolan Park until six o'clock in our fabulous new outside broadcast unit, which is based at the back of the stand on the O'Loughlin's end. But uh, a fine crowd here from Bally Hale on the field with their team. They're just trying to get a team photograph for supporters taking photographs with their families as well. But Michael, as I said, it's onwards and upwards now. Clonkill next week. In in Mullingar in the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship I think that game is at uh, 2 o'clock so they'll be favourites in Leinster again this year Yeah, just uh, Ronnie was just saying uh, there during the match that or that maybe they're not, it wasn't their, their massively big interest and uh, you'd have to wonder if Richie is gone and Michael is gone you know, they, they put in a massive year and to go through it all again might be a bit taxing on them but look at, the, com the, the competition will get going and if they get a run in that they won't back down easily either but I think this is the one they wanted, now Paddy Mullen looks to be badly injured there as well, but this is the one they wanted 
it and like they've really just had to reason the last two matches without even breaking too much sweat interesting uh, to hear Michael saying about the stats since the club was formed and putting the back to back together uh, I thought it was actually more than two put back to get back at times for him but judging by his speech it hasn't happened until today no no it hasn't and it's an amazing stat uh, but uh, look at I said it I, re- I said it during the match as well Kevin Finley was very confident on the radio the other day Friday I think it was and you know maybe there, has, there is something in it now because they're young and they're fit and you know they have the best hurlers and you know it's, 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 it, they could just go on and be very very hard to beat over the next number of years yeah I just want to remember Brendan today as well because Brendan only sadly passed important. away yeah, yeah, remember Brendan Finley because you know. knew him well I knew him well yeah. we all knew him well yeah. he's a red hurling man and yeah. he was there at the start when Shamrock were up and running in the late 70s yeah unfortunately you know life is, is can be very tough and uh, you know you should always remember that and I think you know Henry Shefflin just you know we talk about the Shamrocks and we talk about class and their manager exudes class their manager is just to me he's just a different breed of a person in the fact that he's, com- he's, he's usually competitive but he knows what he's about he's a stature about him and I think this fella he certainly won't be going away too far in the years to come I think we'll see Henry as as, as, as going to have a great manager career as, as he had as a player OK well we're just uh, rounding up by the Nolan Parker just for a Carlo listeners have come back in to join us because A-Rogue have been successful in the Leinster Senior Championship against Castletown of Wexford they've succeeded there and they march on to the second round where they'll play the champions of Kildare and uh, we're here in Nolan Park so if you're just listening Michael Finley's just finished his speech and we're acknowledging the fact that he remembered the late Eugene Aylward who sadly passed away in a tragic accident a few weeks ago and we're remembering Brendan Finley of course former Ballyhale Shamrocks player Mount Leinster the Rangers manager until the time of his passing and of course former manager of Carlo uh, like the man beside me here Michael Walsh uh, Ronnie not quite sure whether you did grab anybody down there just before we head for the road Castler uh, no, no, can't even no, see you no no he's, he's, oh, he's finished, yeah, finished. Yeah, alright well we're going to be going outside to Eddie Scally and the lads Michael uh, once again thanks a million we're here since 03 and yeah. uh, went well wasn't the cracker but uh, the no. best team won and they are probably one of the best teams we've seen and are the best team we've seen in Kilkenny uh, over the years they are indeed Brendan they've been fantastic and you know not to forget Tullerone today a very very special day for them a brilliant intermediate final uh, in quality wise it was really strong Thomas Dunn put up a massive show wasn't to be their year but they'll come back but a, a good day's entertainment and, and the Shamrock's just different class minor uh, final next week Michael yeah that's going to be some game as well Munkhine beat Dixborough last year as, as we know yeah. and uh, they've beaten the village very easily in the semi-final Dixborough had a good win as well so that's going to be a, another 50-50 match and I think that'll be a great game for anyone that, that I'm sure there'll be a crowd here it'll be a great game and that's next Sunday as well isn't it yeah next Sunday here it'll be a, it'll be a great battle two, two really good teams and uh, it's a 50-50 game yeah 50-50 and Michael as, uh, again thanks a million for all your great work I know you might be sticking your nose into Eddie and the boys say they're looking for you for a few minutes before you go you're probably going oh, to have to look at an old Premiership <laughs> soccer match or something like that no. or a cup of tea or a dinner yeah. have you a Christmas tree up yet this oh. time last year she was given out to you but is oh, it up yet uh, that's the next well, thing I'll have to time for Halloween that. to get by that's the first. next thing I'll have to pop with that Christmas tree oh my god alright well listen thanks a million we'll for everything okay, thanks, before we let Ronnie go he's back up here in the in the press box Ronnie yeah uh, I let you run off there now because you're under a bit of pressure as well but well no, done no. today on the sideline and uh, thanks thanks a million Michael and yeah, good, uh, good prediction me <laughs> Ronnie's looking for credit here he dominated 10 points I think it was 8 in the end uh, as I said to Michael Ronnie it wasn't a classic but uh, Ballyhale were the class team and they're on to the Leinster Championship yeah they're on to the Leinster Championship and Brendan as we said earlier there was a lot of raw emotion the crowd was strangely subdued the village crowd as I said no, they were in with a battle afraid to show possibly and then Ballyhale coming under a serious amount of emotion and Michael Adler showed his, or Michael Finley showed his class Henry showed his class you know there's a lot of raw emotion what's gone on in that club in the past and what's gone on in the last few weeks and you know what was going on in the lads heads they were afraid to show their emotion show, afraid to show their enjoyment to show their 
leadership on the field and won the game comfortably and even when they were missing scores and traditionally you know those would go over the bar and every other day they weren't they weren't going over the bar they never panicked they showed yeah. us you know they showed the class of champions and again as I said from speaking to the boys I'm not too sure long term what's their plan this year in 2019 it's unusual to say that I think winning today getting but, over today was massive yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I have to look even at, into Leicester Championship but now look the fact that Cool and I have injuries the fact that Michael Fenley and, and Mike, before you get too far now, to be sure lads and Sam Mullen Sam of course sorry you, know, yeah, you have yeah, to give yeah, them a bit of yeah, respect yeah, for next yeah, week no, and you don't mean, I know where well, you're coming every, from Cool are the second favourites everyone's talking about Cool but we'll give them the best to get out with Carlo next week yeah no I mean if if, if, if Cooler are short, who they have, of course they'll take The short five, I think, plus Connor Callan, who doesn't start, which yeah. is six. Yeah, yeah. So St. Mullins of Mouse and James Dyle and these yeah. fellas, Seamus Murphy. And down in Carlo, anything can happen. But yeah. just on, on paper, yeah. everyone's talking look, about Cooler. We're not taking from it. Yeah. It's like the prediction today. I didn't get any joy about saying it, but it's out of total respect for yes. Shamrocks. Yes. I, it wasn't out of re- lack of respect for the village. I just felt it was men again, boys. On paper, look, Kenny are supposed to be one of the dominant teams, and we had three of the Kenny forwards, and maybe another one, Owen Cody, and that's the strength and depth of yeah. that. So, look, what went on there today was just what maybe an awful lot of people thought. A 2.21 is a massive scoreline. Yeah, and the finish started off brilliantly, getting the goal. Young Kenny was on fire, the sweeper system. But, again, look, as you see, you see there's a lot of young lads in that panel. There is. A big day for Shamrocks. But, look, it's great. From, from the, I, I keep going back to the country teams in the country. Well, to see a country club still doing well, it's a small parish. What they've done is unbelievable. Yeah. And what they're doing is unbelievable. We've Conaghy now, okay, they lost the junior, but the Lachlan's can't represent them. We've Conaghy and Leinster. You have Shamrocks in at senior level and Tullerone at intermediate. We could be in for a good winter in, in, in Kilkenny. Well, Connie will go on for it, and yeah. I'm not sure if Tullerone will go on yeah. for it. They'll enjoy tonight, they'll enjoy the next three days, yeah. but they're out next weekend. But that's a good intermediate team, and that's obviously a very good senior team, but yeah. Tullerone certainly, you know, we'll give it everything, and that intermediate championship is one that can be won. Greg Valley Cannon last year had chances, didn't see anyone that was particularly very good, so I'd give Tullerone every chance if they get their, if they knuckle down, and I know they'll want to win it. Yeah, we'll be in for a busy winter, as I said, Ronnie. Well, listen, we're going to hand out to Eddie and the lads. I think we might be going to a break first, but Eddie Scally and Paul and the KCLR sports team are in a brand new roadcaster at the back of the lot Ronnie thanks a million for today you no played a blinder uh, Ray Brophy texts in and said Ronnie got mad at the match so. man, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> there you go there's Adrian Rowan and thanks to Eddie uh, Eddie uh, on sound here he did a great job for us here today as well for looking after us thanks to Tracy for joining us as well and uh, to Michael Walsh on analysis Adrian Ronan on the side and I'm Brendan Hennessy pleasure to be with you again today we hope all our listeners across the world enjoyed our coverage well done Ballyhale Shamrocks well done Tullerone commiserations to the losing teams Thomastown and James Stevens and congratulations to Aero Ogan Carlo who've marched forward in the Leinster Senior Club Championship with a victory over Castletown of Wexford this afternoon and also commiserations to O'Hanrahan's who just bowed out by the narrowest of margins in the intermediate Fenna bowed out in the junior by the narrowest of margins yesterday and Bagnastown Gales lost out to Rose and Alice in the uh, intermediate hurling championship in Leinster but it's onwards and upwards for the Kilkenny clubs next weekend is a busy one on KCLR the replay of the Carlo minor hurling final Mount Leinster Rangers versus Bagnallstown Gales and of course Kula come to town two times All-Ireland winners to take on St Mullins who are very focused for the AIB Club Championship next Sunday afternoon and of course Ballyhell Shamrocks travel up the road to the Midlands to Mullingar where they can take on Clonkill the Westmead champions with the household name of Brendan Murtaugh still playing at full forward we hope you've enjoyed our coverage from the pitch side in Nolan Park we're staying here until 6 o'clock Eddie Scally and the boys they'll be outside in the roadcaster pay us a visit say hello we'll get the views of the fans as they leave Nolan Park as well so thank you for joining us we'll give you up to Eddie and the lads outside
the Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship final. James Stevens versus Ballyhale Shamrocks. With thanks to PJ Cullen Centre Bennett's Bridge. Shop local for great value and great service.